Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 62, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 513, Some Like It Hot. That's right. Do you, do you like it hot, Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, I don't. You don't? No. Hmm. Why not? I don't know. It's too hot. Too hot? Yeah. Which uh, I might translate into too cold, and I don't like the cold either. <laughs> Good point. Um. Thanks, Obi-Wan. Can you put Justin back on the phone? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hey, sorry about that. I don't know what no. happened. O- Obi-Wan, can you put Justin back on the phone? <laughs> Damn it. Okay, this is me. Justin? Yes. Is this, is this really you? Yeah. Okay, then what lies in the shadow <laughs> no, of the statue? No, I knew you were that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pull me, Obi-Wan. If I had a rifle, I'd hit you with it right now. I don't know the code. I'm sorry. All right, well, I'll take your word for it, I guess. But apparently you're just supposed to know, so. (laughs) Uh, You don't have to have been told. It's It's something you know when you're ready. Yeah, as soon as you're ready, you'll just know what lies in the shadow of the statue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so some like it hot. You know... We guessed it was going to be a Star Wars reference. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I mean Wars you, because I didn't even remember it. That was from Star Wars. But, uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll throw in with we. We'll say we. Yeah, I, you know, we, we all get credit, right? Yeah, um, sure. And um, so, you know, we, we were right about that. Um, luckily, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something they said, actually, in the episode. Yeah, they didn't actually say it. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad. They, yeah, hey, so yeah. like it hot. So I'm like it hot. <sighs> yeah, that would have been that would have been really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I wish the title. I mean, I don't mind that it's a Star Wars tie-in. I just wish the sort of some like it part w- w- was a tie-in too. Oh. And you know, like it just it didn't. It doesn't sort of make. It doesn't make any other you know connection. It's other just than a pun thing. It's just a pun for no you know. Yeah. Just, just a clever. It could have been, you know, um, you too know. clever by half, really. <laughs> too clever by half. Yeah. Uh, well, that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um. Anyway, uh, overall, I really like this episode, though. Um, I think. Uh, you know, this was uh, the first Miles one, right? The first yeah. Miles-centric episode. That's right. Uh, I guess he's an official main character now, if there was any doubt. <laughs> Apparently. Um, you know, when when uh, he and his uh, merry, merry men of uh, mercenaries uh, landed on the island, you know, we weren't really sure how long uh, any of them were going to sort of be around. But yeah. uh, he's, he's around, been around for a while now. He's yeah. Got a, he's got an episode. I was I was just thinking that uh, they've had him hanging around for a long time and not really doing anything and mm-hmm. you know when are they going to give him something like I was thinking maybe it would be next season before he really got anything to do mm-hmm. then he gets his thing um, and I read on last video that you know there there was that episode last season where uh, all four of them had you know flashbacks 
they shared one, you know. Yeah. Um, that was all we had. So this is the first one for any of them from the from the boat. Uh, is it? Yeah. We didn't see Charlotte. Didn't get one. Charlotte? Did I, no. No, she didn't get one. No. Why do, I thought we saw some flashbacks of hers of her though. Was that uh, was that in that episode? We saw we yeah the, in the one they shared where she went to get the polar bear collar, but that was it. Why am I picturing her like younger doing stuff? Uh, uh, huh. Maybe I'm making that up. Unless you're talking about the little girl Charlotte that we saw a little while ago, but that wasn't. No, a those are the only two. Those are the only two things, huh? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Miles definitely, you know, we were wondering, you know, and Charlotte sort of included in this too, you know, what they were going to do with, with their respective skills on the island. Charlotte kind of didn't really do anything. Um, right. But, you know, by the time she died, hey, maybe they're not through with her yet. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> um, you know, I think we talked a lot about, I'm sure at some point, uh, Miles and what he was doing on the island and, you know, presumably it was to use his power. And we, I think we really only came to the idea that, you know, it would have something to do with Jacob, right? Yeah. I remember, I remember mentioning that. Yeah. Um, that seems right. And this whole thing about coming back uh, – well, it's interesting why Miles came back. I mean, it seems like he was sort of just paid to come back. But, you know, one of the things I guess we can talk about is, did he know his dad was going to sort of be on the island? You know, did he mm-hmm. know any connection to that at all? Right. Um, but anyway, overall, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I, I think um, I think I'll give it a... Hmm, I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A. Wow. Yeah. It gets, it gets some extra points because, you know, I've always sort of liked Miles' character. Um, mm-hmm. The scenes work pretty well, I think. Uh, it's got some it's got some good stuff going on in it. I, and I think, it, yeah, like I said, it gets a couple extra points for being, uh, being a Miles episode, and we haven't had mm-hmm. that before. And it was it was a pretty good one, so. Novelty value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I, I agree. I enjoyed a lot of it. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh uh, I was I was nervous about this one um, because of the title. Yeah, because of the title. <laughs> exactly. When they go weird title, uh, you get mixed results. I guess Jughead mm-hmm. was good, but Eggtown. Um, I think we'd all rather forget that one. So, anyway, this was uh, this was on the Jughead side. I guess I I really did like this. Really, it brought up a lot more things than I thought it would. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is a surprising number of developments in this episode. Uh, and uh, I would say, I mean, I liked the flashback. I pretty much liked everything in the episode, but the main storyline. <laughs> yeah, was, with Hurley and Hurley and Miles. Yeah, and sort of the, the, the arc with Miles, like, coming to terms with the fact that his dad is on the mm-hmm. island and, and, you know, thinking about developing some kind of relationship with him. That's the only part of the episode that seemed a little weak to me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I never quite bought it, and it's it just, uh, you know, at the end when uh, 
<laughs> well, when he's looking at himself, getting red, yeah. and, then, and then Chang comes out, and he goes, Miles, I need you. And he goes, really? Just, he goes, you do? Uh, I think uh, that, you know, I laughed out loud when I heard that, and it, it, it was just a little too much. It's and they're trying to play much. that straight, and it's just, yeah. I don't know, that's really cheesy. I just, I don't know, that that part didn't, didn't quite hit as as well. It was a little weird to see Miles playing genuine emotion since he's such a sarcastic mm-hmm. character. And really, yeah. I don't think we've ever really seen him. I mean, maybe he gets angry sometimes. We don't really see him have genuine emotion most of the time. He's just most of the time he's a robot. Yeah, he's a he's he's basically a sarcastic robot. He's he's Bender from Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wouldn't have said that, but yeah. Oh, uh, just missing, missing the alcohol. That's clearly... Alcohol uh, and antenna. <laughs> exactly. So it was just kind of weird. Uh, it felt a little jarring to have him crying and, you know, just in general uh, actually dealing with something on an emotional level. Uh, but besides that, uh, I would say I liked every, everything else in the episode, including the, yeah. you know, the rest of his flashback was great, and the, the stuff that happened on the island. We got Phil, finally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing what I thought he would do eventually. Sticking um, his nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and being one of the first to kind of figure out that, uh, that there's something up uh, yeah. with these people. Um uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, stuff about the swan, uh, and, uh, um, and Dan showing up at the end for, for a pretty good ending. I, I, yeah, I was, I, I would give this a B plus. B plus? Nice. Yeah. 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 The, as soon as Miles said, uh, you know, my dad is, my dad never cared about me. He left when I was a kid, you know, that scene with Hurley and he just like just too through with him you know, and he, you know, work was more important than me or whatever. Uh, I'm like, wow, we're still going to get a scene with him looking at his at, at his dad with baby Miles. And then, like, the next scene is him looking at his dad with baby mm-hmm. Miles. So I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really thrown off by that. I figured they, you know, they would be stupid not to have a scene like that at this point. Because uh, what better way to prove that the dad really cared than to show Miles, see, you know, have him see it directly. Yeah. You know, um, and and plus, I, I noticed they were going they were going on a weird path with their with Miles and Chang's relationship. When uh, I I sort of thought it was weird when Hurley was you know trying to set them up on a date, basically, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, oh okay, they 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 want something to happen here, you know. I mean, Chang is like a big a big you know he's one of the head honchos. Yeah. He he really I don't think would ordinarily be you know gallivanting around with uh, you know with these guys and, mm-hmm. and, and just sort of casually talking to them too, so that was kind of weird. But um, yeah, so but yeah I I, I like the, the his flashbacks a lot. Um, uh, we don't know what happened to his mom. I guess I guess we'll talk about that. Um, she just seems to be dying for no apparent reason. Yeah, it looked like she got something and she was dying. And I guess I assumed since, you know, he's, he, I think he was supposed to be younger uh, yeah. when he went to see her. And uh, so I assumed that she had died since then. Not that they really told us that. but Yeah. Um, you mean why she was sick or whether she died or not or both? Or which, what do you mean what happened to her? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant why she was sick, but uh, oh, okay. but you know, she seems. Yeah, I don't know if she made it through this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seemed pretty bad. She was yeah. bedridden, and so uh, yeah, presumably that was a while ago. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird because I don't think they really showed the mom on the island. Um, Mm-mm. Uh, I thought that was kind of strange. Yeah. It would have been weird, though. Yeah, I think one one parent on the island is probably enough yeah. to have to deal with. Yeah. One dead parent. Because it's, it's not really normal that they have flashbacks and then that character's there, too, who's in the flashback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, I don't know. It's asking a lot of the makeup like it's, it's especially weird. It's especially weird to have that character even before the flashback. In the present, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's just that's really abnormal. Yeah, I think they nixed that one. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's one of the few. It's 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 starting to seem like there was this exodus of parents and kids from the island at some point where mm-hmm. you know they, they at some point they were just like, okay, get out of here with the kids, like. And and they just went off and <laughs> never right, enough with the kids. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look here, you. We've had enough of you and your kidness. Um Yeah, I mean it could be you know, the island got too dangerous and they wanted the kids to leave, uh, you know, and um you know, the 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 dads or one of the parents you know was like I'm gonna stay for the work and then the moms were like okay well we're leaving or yeah. you know um, and then they didn't tell their kids about the island and yeah so they grew up and then but it was their destiny to come back so they all ended up back on the island mm-hmm. I don't know it's just weird because they weren't supposed to leave because they weren't supposed to leave that's right <laughs> should have known that of course. <laughs> But Everything was, happened course, because they left. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys didn't leave, then um, should we start with the recap? Oh yeah, all right. I guess yeah, I guess we're already kind of talking nice, about it. Nice little intro. Yeah. Um. All right. So the first scene where you start flashback at precisely 3:16 p.m. Oh, look at that. Uh, we open on a, a woman talking to a landlord about a potential apartment. It's a steal at 400 bucks. Her young son enters asking for a quarter for the vending machine. Uh, the landlord is hesitant to rent to her, as most neighbors like it quiet, but he reluctantly agrees to rent uh, to her for two months up front. The woman gives her son a quarter, and he goes off. We find out the boy is Miles, and the, ma- and the woman is his mom, Laura. Uh, we cut to the next scene with Miles uh, going towards the vending machine. Uh, little Miles is drawn towards the room. Uh, he gets a flash of something in room number four. Um, he goes towards the room. He looks under a rock for a key and cautiously enters. Uh, back in the apartment, Laura hears Miles call for her and uh, comes running. Laura and the landlord enter apartment four to find Miles next to Mr. Vonner, who is a goner. You like you like that one? Thing. I I came up with that beforehand. Could you tell? <laughs> Laura asks Miles what he's doing in the room. Yes, that definitely Miles. had the the signature of preparation on it. <laughs> it's sunk of preparation and effort. 
Miles says Mr. Vonner was all alone. His chest hurt. He kept calling out uh, for a woman named Kimberly. The landlord chimes in and says that Kimberly was Mr. Vonner's wife, who died last year, and questions how Miles would know that. Miles says he heard Mr. Vonner say it and that he's still talking right now. Miles insists that he can hear him um, hear him talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's our opener right there. Nice. Well, Miles. So, nothing much to talk about here. You know, a little boy talking to dead people, you know, yada, yada. We've seen it before. Right. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing strange about that, right? Right, right. Yeah, no, that's very, <laughs> very, very, very run-of-the-mill now. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got? What else you got, kid? Yeah, exactly. What else do you talk to? <laughs> got anything with plants? <laughs> <laughs> We need to ask the rainforest how it's doing. <laughs> we want to get first-hand accounts. Uh, yeah, that's, that'll be the sequel. Let's hope not. <laughs> the seventh sense. <laughs> the one no one wants to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... Yeah, so this is sort of like this sort of reminds me of some of those some of those scenes you see sometimes, uh maybe in uh maybe mm-hmm. an X Men movie or something like that where uh you know, a kid has some kind of power and it manifests itself in some kind of disturbing way and Yeah. You know, I know I noticed like you know, what once he he started talking about this at the end and his mom like backs away from him and you know, it's just kinda mm-hmm. um uh, you know the fact that they have this is a is a problem. Yeah, it, it, their relationship won't be the same after this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I immediately thought that's what this was uh, before they said the name. Before they said that. As soon as I saw the kid and the lady, I'm like, that's got to be my. I couldn't remember specifically if that's what his mom looked like, but yeah, he looked close enough to like I remember, and I'm like, that's got to be his mom. You know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I was like, as soon as they said, oh, here we go again. Yeah, it was about as hard to guess as, you know, little Ethan with Ben, you know, <laughs> right. last, last time. So. Right, yeah, exactly. They're they're into that. It's all about who is that as a kid. Yeah, it's just who is, yeah, exactly. Who is that as a baby? Who is that as a kid? You know, and when they're adults, it's like, what baby were they and what mm-hmm. kid were they? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's baby and why? Yeah, or, or it's like what who, what baby are they having? Or right, right, what baby right. did what baby did they steal? Mm-hmm. Or what baby what baby are they raising that they shouldn't be? You know what baby don't they know about? Uh, it's all you know. It's all relating to that stuff. It is, yeah. It's it's a whole lot about babies and knowing and, about yeah, babies. And, knowing about babies. I think if you if you. If if you went on the show just knowing about babies, you'd be fine. <laughs> All you gotta do is know about babies. Yeah, yeah. That's, why would you need more than that? I'll carry you right through. Um. So let's see what to talk about in this. Setup. It does tell us that you know presumably he's had this for a pretty long time, and I I think they're trying to say that somehow this is because of the island. 
You know, well, that was definitely that's something we're going to talk about is does he have this power because of something to do with the island? Did he get this power because of some exposure to something on the island? Did yeah. Did he do his dad's work or, uh, you know, or is it uh, the island gave him this power because it wants to bring him back? Mm. Um, you know, yeah, things like that. Right. Questions. Questions, questions, <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, of course. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah, this, we'll see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, one of the things in this episode, I I want to get your take on, on this. Um, the way Miles presents his power in this scene is he, sa- is he, he, he says he can hear the man talking, and he sort of talks to the man, you know, as if the man is talking to him. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Vonner, um and uh and he you know he tells his mom i can i can i can hear him um but then later he sort of says that he doesn't really talk to them he only gets this sense about who they were and what they were thinking and and stuff like that so i i don't know is the show do you think the show's just playing it trying to have it both ways or or yeah. what's the discrepancy here cuz I, I it seems like he's actually talking and you can hear him talking not just he's getting a sense about him, I know? guess. I guess I assume that he was that uh, the, that him as a kid was was interpreting it that way. Oh, as him talking? Yeah, yeah. And that that it was, but it wasn't really him talking. It was mm, he was just okay. sensing his thoughts, and he interpreted that as talking. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and since he's a kid, you know, he's stupid. Sort of, you know. <laughs> Okay, well, I just thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> that is what I meant, but I wouldn't have put it that way. All right, well, uh, let the record show you did. I mean, it's not that kids are stupid. It's just that, you know, they they they, they know less, you know. They know less because they're stupid. About the world. And so, yeah, I could see him. Anyway, I that's. It's a good point. It's a good point. Since they they lead off with this, I can mm-hmm. you know I, I can hear him. He's talking, and then have him later and, say that I don't. And and the other thing too with uh, with the bullet, the guy with the you know the guy he finds in the back seat, you know that when he goes to pick up the mm-hmm. body from Horace from Brzezinski, he sort of seems like he's talking to that guy. He says, "Okay, now what really happened?" Yeah. I mean, if he's really just getting a sense, then he's he's really just saying that for the audience's sake. Absolutely. But like, you know, and so that's the thing where it's like, are you talking to these guys or not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would try to play off what really happened as he was talking to himself. Mm-hmm. You know. Like now now I'm gonna now I'm gonna listen to his you know now I'm going to sense his thoughts and find out what really happened. Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to sense your thoughts and find out what really happened, dead body. That sounds like a good line of dialogue to me. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know why. I guess they're they're just inept, you know. They don't they don't think of those great lines like like that. So you're saying the writers of the show are kids? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Not not that stupid people are kids. It, it's just it, you know. 
I mean, maybe they're kids, but I'm not saying that. Yeah, I think you've said enough already, sir. Okay. <laughs> fair um, enough, fair enough. So, next scene, or you got some other crap? No, I think that's it for this scene. Um, all right, so next scene, we flash forward to 1977 on the island. Sawyer radios into Miles. He needs him to erase some video footage on camera four. He tells Miles uh, to say that he's off the grid and looking for Saeed. Sawyer, um, we cut back to Sawyer and Kate. Sawyer uh, tells Kate to head back and find Juliet to see if anyone noticed that Ben is missing. Uh, Sawyer says he's going to, you know, do his best to try to cover it up. Um, I guess the next part, uh, back in the security area, Miles ejects the tape for camera four, just as Horace enters. Uh, Miles tells Horace that LaFleur is looking for the escaped prisoner and is out of walkie range. Horace then asks Miles if he can trust him uh, to bring him into the circle of trust. Um, <laughs> Horace gives him a MacGuffin and wants him to take it to Rosinski. <laughs> wants him to take it to Rosinski and Grizzly. Body bag MacGuffin. Uh, yeah, we find out what it is. Uh, let's see. He wants him to take it to grid 334 uh, and tells him Brzezinski will give him something in return. Miles says that grid is hostile territory and they aren't supposed to be there. Uh, Miles then leaves without getting the tape from Cam 4. Oh, no. I know. That's what we call foreshadowing. I'm sure that won't matter later. <laughs> Hey, hey, let's get a close-up of this tape lesson here, just so people can know they can forget about this. Because it won't matter. <sighs> There's just no way that could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of, um, you know, that 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 that, that saying, um, what is it, uh... Uh, it's basically like a gun. A gun shown in the first act goes off in the third. You know, yeah, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much what that is, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think that's called the Chekhov something. Chekhov, I think, is the guy who oh, yeah. came up with that. Yeah, you're right. The Chekhov maneuver. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool that way. The Chekhov um, sphere. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so this thing was pretty much picking up from where we left off with that whole taking Ben to the other storyline. Um, uh, Kate and uh, Sawyer are coming back from doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think about all these problems that would cause. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. At the time, it was just like, oh, good, they'll take him to the others, and then it'll be fine, the end. No, no. It didn't really occur to me that there'd be camera footage, and it would just, uh, you know, his dad would freak out when he w- wasn't there. And, uh, <laughs> I think by now you should assume that anything that happens will cause some drama and conflict. <laughs> anything that happens. That's a safe assumption. Yeah. I guess I, I just thought the drama and conflict was other stuff. I, I didn't think it would be this. I didn't think mm-hmm. it would be. It would actually be kind of the catalyst that, you know, seems like it's making things spin out of control. Oh, the thing that's going to bring this all down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, as soon as they were like, let's kidnap him and take him to the others, I'm like, 
Okay, that seems like. I mean, because that's the whole thing. When when Roger gets back, what are you going to say? Yeah. Um, when, when people want to inquire about, it seemed like they is, weren't ready for that. Like, they, oh. Well, that, well, that's the thing. They they really didn't have a, a plan to sort of cover that up. They didn't. I mean, they didn't know what. I guess they didn't know what it was going to entail. Julia yeah. didn't tell her. Tell Kate. Uh, but they didn't even like you know, put pill- pillows and blankets under the cover and pretend like you know Ben's in the bed or something. You right. know, like oh no, Roger, don't go visit him. You know, he's over there sleeping. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that at least buy them some time. But um, right. they didn't. They didn't come up with much. No. Um, no, they just, you know, what? Ah! He's just gone. I mm-hmm. had no idea. We were just hanging out in here and didn't realize he wasn't there. Yeah, we were just, yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that scene. All right. Is that not uh, the scene we're talking about here? No, we're not on What are we yet. on? Miles and uh, Horace? Miles and, so- and Horace, yeah. And the Circle so of Trust. The Circle of Trust. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting for Dharma, right? Yeah. This is this is what we wanted to see the the inside the insider secrets exactly yeah finally they're doing stuff that seems like it's connected with the dharma we knew yeah um and uh, so yeah um I guess I guess the point here is that he just gets interrupted by Horace and he and he can't uh he he can't Horace doesn't give him a a, a way to go erase that tape. And yeah. so he has to leave immediately to do this thing. And so I guess he's thinking he can do it later, but it ends up um, being too late. Totally. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's thinking he could do it later. I I kind of think he just sort of forgets about it altogether. Yeah. But, um, but, but at I mean, the time, like, I feel like at the time he should have thought of something. Well, that's the thing. It it seems like he should have thought something, but it it seemed like he was really kind of caught off guard by this whole thing with with Horace, and he just sort of forgot that he was supposed to do this tape mm-hmm. thing. Because he does come back, you know, uh, to the to the barracks before Phil finds it. Yeah. Uh, seemingly, and does it? He doesn't sort of go. Oh, you know, ho- hold on, Hurley, I got to go yeah. to this tape. It seems like he just forgets as soon as Horace gives him this assignment. Yeah. You know, because it's it, it's pretty out of the ordinary, of course. So. Right. Right. Um, but, yeah. And that's uh, the other thing. He doesn't know why he's doing it, so he doesn't necessarily know the severity yeah. of the situation. So th- that might that might help make it forgettable to him, where it wouldn't be too, you know, Sawyer. Yeah. Uh, all right, next scene. Yeah. Um... So next scene, uh, Miles is driving out to meet Rosinski, who stops him in the middle of the road with a rifle. Miles gives uh, the MacGuffin to Rosinski. Rosinski whistles. Two uh, Dharma workers come out with a body. Rosinski unfolds the MacGuffin, and we find out it's a body bag. Oh. Um, Rosinski tells Miles the dead guy had an accident. He fell in the ditch. Uh, Miles notes that doesn't explain the gunshot wounded his head. Uh, Miles surmises the ditch must have had a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, solid logic. I love it. Rosinski tells Miles to take the body back to Horace. Uh, Rosinski and the two Dharma guys leave back into the jungle. Miles goes into the back, back of the vein and opens the body bag and asks the dead guy what really happened. Uh-oh. So, uh, sure, this won't lead anywhere. Yeah, of course not. 
The dead guy is going to be like, I fell in the ditch. That ditch has guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to stay balanced when a ditch is pointing a gun at you. Right? Because <laughs> the first thing you have to ask yourself is, how is the ditch holding the gun? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And not only that, can the ditch actually fire that gun? Oh, my with God. However it's holding it. So you're busy thinking about that. Your mm-hmm. equilibrium just goes off and just falls. Bam, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get shot by the ditch. Right, Because right. you, you fell in the gun. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently that ditch can fire the gun. Yeah. <laughs> that ditch is a ditch. Um, so you're dead, but you did learn something. You did learn You did learn something that you can never share. Unless That's a good part. someone can talk to you when you're dead. Oh, look at that. Um, Which wouldn't usually be the case, but uh, I do have to say I'm a little disappointed in Miles's power. You know, now that we sort of know how it works, mm-hmm. um, I kind of liked it when when it seemed like he actually could talk to them. You know, uh, like there was some version of them that was still around that he could sort of have some sort of conversation with, right? Because uh, I always thought that was interesting. You know, in terms of like you know, especially people who you know, like when he went past the soldiers that died. You know, and yeah. Like, all that stuff, but um, yeah, it's just it's just just senses that he gets, uh, right? About what they were thinking and who they were and stuff like that, right? Yeah, um, I'm still wondering about that deleted scene where he where he sensed the sonic fence. <laughs> um, maybe I guess they, all that means is someone is very close by there who died by the sonic fence. I don't know why you would bury anyone close to the sonic fence, but you, that that's a theory. Okay. All right. Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. Eh, that'll work. <laughs> um, so there's not much, I mean, there's not much to talk about in this scene because we sort of know how this all unfolds and what kind of happens to this guy. Yeah, so it's, it's we'll, kind of we'll weird in these uh, in these many mysteries, uh, mm-hmm. knowing the whole thing and watching the setup. Uh, you know, if we didn't know what happened, uh, you know, when when the scene first came on and, and he turned around, he said, okay, what really happened? You know, I, I for a second, I thought we were going to get a weird self-contained episode where he just tries to, like, solve this guy's murder. And, <laughs> and it's like, it has no other characters besides him. And it was just it was just gonna be this like little Columbo kind of thing where you just go around and question people and Wow. I was really nervous. I really thought that's what we were gonna get. Yikes. Yeah. Now, where were you at the scene of the crime? Exactly. Where were you when this guy fell in the ditch? Yeah, they talk to people and they'd like smoke cigarettes and Why would you think Miles would care that much to do that? <laughs> Miles is the most apathetic character on the show. <laughs> Next to Ben, of course. I guess I just thought he'd be pulled in by the fact that the dead that he could talk to the dead person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he's he's like he's initially suspicious, and I thought it would just lead him down that road. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we find out, you know, ooh, it was someone, and then like that, I just I saw this whole thing unfolding, and I was like, this is going to be a filler episode. This is going to be the next like expose. Then we'll so, look back and be like, what the fuck was that? So that's 
that's what happens when you turn your brain on when you watch the show, huh? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I guess you can see why I usually leave it off. It doesn't really help. Ah, now the picture is clear. Yeah, yeah. That's not something you want to be thinking about. <laughs> um, Don't worry, I was brain off most of the time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, I thought when we saw this, you know, I thought, I thought, okay, cool. Like, you know, obviously, uh, Rosinski's lying, and I was thinking, you know, you know, obviously Miles needs to sort of find out what really, ha- you know, we need to find out what really happened. And I was like, oh, cool. Now, you know, they have a situation where here's someone who can just ask the dead guy what happened. Like, mm-hmm. this, you know, you're not normally in a situation like that when you're trying to figure out who killed somebody or mm-hmm. why. Uh, oh, wait, or how somebody died, I should say. Um, yeah, that was the critical point. It would be that the dead guy wouldn't know enough for him to figure it all out. He would just get mm-hmm. clues, you know. Like, yeah. I could just see a whole series being I guess they already have something like that, don't they? Like, yeah, s- s- some kind of psychic helping the police show. There's something like They've that. They've had there? plenty, I'm sure. Yeah. All yeah. they can handle. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I imagined. Like he would get images, and they would be clues, but it wouldn't be yeah, just it's like, like that. it's like the show Police Psychics. Yeah, yeah, Police. And then and then that other show, Psychic Detectives. <laughs> I'm gonna believe that those are real shows because and then, and there was that other short-lived show, Clara, Clairvoyant Cops. It was a little bit different thing, but. Uh... <laughs> The prognostication police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, that, was, that was a pretty good show. Yeah, well, I think that was that was British, right? Of course. <laughs> Who else? That was a UK show. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's totally what it would be. And, and and Psychic Cops would be the American remake. Exactly. <laughs> we're not going to call a show Prognostication Police. No, we're That's not. ridiculous. <laughs> Get out of here, sir. Security, security. Security, please. Um, <laughs> so, yes, there's plenty of Psychic Cop shows. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just named them all, I think. Uh Anyway, yeah, that's uh, – it was just when you said, like, he can ask because, like, he, it does turn out that he can just kind of figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in full, I guess. I guess he doesn't know why, but he sort of figures out what happens, and and it's not really a thing, you know. It, most of the episode isn't about that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really it's just about really, dealing with the yeah. body and then where that leads him. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. The body really is sort of a clue to what's going on uh, with yeah. everything else, you know, but it's it's not sort of the main point. Right. The body is something for the viewers to care about, but sort of in yeah. the episode, it's not really a big deal. No, no. Because they, really, they don't really know why. Uh, and I guess Hurley never finds out that that part. Hurley doesn't find out a lot of things. <laughs> oh, it's true though. Oh, Hurley! You know what? Hurley is, you know, he's just he's so they they've ridden him so consistently over the years. I gotta say, yeah, he's still the annoying guy he was in season one. 
Still, still the annoying guy. <laughs> All right, though they got they 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 got that character down. Yep, he has not become less annoying. He's that guy. <laughs> I liked him a little better in season four when he was in the mental institution. I yeah, thought he was a yeah. little less annoying during that time. Yeah, that's true. But he's back to normal now. Yeah, he's back to normal. Just trying to help everybody out and I'm gonna make some sandwiches. Yeah. With garlic oh, mayo. <laughs> that does sound bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad for two bad for two reasons. Absolutely. I'll let you guess the two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait, yes. Do you have some waiting waiting music? <laughs> Yes, that's uh, correct. Yeah, exactly. So where are we, scene-wise? Anyway, yeah, what scene are we on? Is it still the body? Do he still just get the body? You're right, he just though, got the MacGuffin. Body. That's the weird thing about it as a MacGuffin, though, because it does matter in some sense what mm-hmm. it is, you know, in terms of the overall plot, like it matters somewhat. Yeah, it's really just kind of... A, a two scene MacGuffin. I mean, once we find out what it is, it's not a MacGuffin anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but it was a MacGuffin for those two scenes when it was. Ah, okay. Sort of that thing. I see. Right. Because we find out it's a body bag, and then, but then why they're using it, and it sort of has no more relevance. Right. Once it's because it's really just about getting us to the to the body. Yeah. Which is about us getting to the you know Swan area. So. Mm-hmm. The new construction side, so right, right. One thing leads to another; it all makes sense. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nice circle tidy closed. bow. Mhm. Uh, next scene. Yeah. So we flash back uh, to what is apparently the height of the '80s punk scene, uh, because Miles is all punked out. Um, <laughs> He knocks on apartment seven, uh, apartment seven, and is greeted by a very honorary woman. Miles goes back to the bedroom to find his mom sick, surrounded by a bunch of pills and machines. Miles apologizes for not coming sooner. Hurry. His mom asks, <laughs> "Thanks." His mom asks why he came. Miles says he needs to tell, uh, tell. Hmm. He needs her to tell him why he is the way he is, how he does what he does. And he asks why she won't tell him about his dad. I need to know how I do that thing I do. How do I do that thing I do? <laughs> Maybe I should ask Tom Hanks. <laughs> Laura says it's because he never... <laughs> Laura says, uh, in reference to the dad, Laura says it's because uh, the dad never cared about them and that he's dead. Laura says his uh, Miles' father kicked him out when he was just a baby. Miles then asks where the body is. Laura says... Somewhere you can never go. <laughs> oh, mom. Oh, mom. Mom forgot she was sick. <laughs> mom was like, I don't care how sick I am. I'm going to be creepy right now. <laughs> A terrifying land full of horrors and wonders that you shall never behold. Have you heard of Mordor? <laughs> it's like Mordor, but twice as bad. <laughs> Miles on the island. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
<laughs> I wonder if you'll ever get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I did, I did really like how she de- delivered that line, though, uh, as we make fun of it, but I love yeah. how she was, all of a sudden she was just like, no, 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 somewhere you could never go. <laughs> We're just having some laughs here, but, but it, this is serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I'm dying at all, but let me get serious here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just need to pause a moment from all this fun and frivolity. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplate the terror. The terror that is the place you could never go. No, I agree. It was good. Uh, despite my mocking. Yeah. So, I guess they're trying to tell us that once she moved into this place for 100 bucks a month, that she... That was they it. Stayed. I'm staying here forever. Were, this is a deal. This is a deal, my friend. <laughs> 400 bucks a month and rent control. This Bam. is a deal. Awesome. Never moving, apparently, That's in it. like 20, 30 I'm years or whatever. I'm going to die here. <laughs> I'm going to die here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's got a microwave and a stove. I am dying in this place. <laughs> yeah. My search is over. I have found my home at last. And and most of the neighbors like it quiet. Oh man, I'm sold. Uh yeah, it's, I guess they just wanted to. I don't know. Use the same set. I don't know, but like. She moved into that apartment and did not leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. That is so strange. It is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Hey, there was a pool and a vending machine. You're right. (laughs) What else did she want? That's it. That's all I need. That reminds me of the two things I wanted to bring up in that first scene was what. I thought the the line, you know, I told you to wait for me by the pool. Like, I don't know. That just seems weird to me because kids drown in pools mm-hmm. unattended. You know, like, that just seems a weird thing for a mom to say, go wait by the pool. <laughs> I assume she meant by the by the fence around the pool. As yeah, to, like, yeah. Standing yeah. Next I'm sure it pool. wasn't too crazy, but, you know. Or maybe she meant, you know, sit down in a chair by the pool right, and stay right. there or something. Uh, and the other line, um... Always catching those moms putting children in peril. <laughs> you don't let them get, get away with anything. You should work for CPS. I really should. I'm always evaluating how good these parents are. You really are, yeah. You know how to catch them. You, excuse me, ma'am. Have you told any of your children to stand by a pool lately? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry you're under arrest. Um, I don't know what it is. It just as soon as she says away from by the pool, I just pictured him hanging out by the pool. I'm just like, you shouldn't be in a pool. I, I mean, he's not that little, but he is. He is still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just thought that was weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's just she. You know, we didn't want they didn't want him in the scene with her. Right. You know, because we would see them together and assume smiles a little bit. You know, two seconds sooner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, and the other thing I thought was weird is a very obviously small thing was when the, uh, Trevor, I guess is the landlord's name, uh, when he says, you know, when they find out, when, when he finds out, you know, the lady has a son, 
uh, he says most of the other tenants, they don't like noise. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that most of them don't. Some of them do like noise. <laughs> or some of them are indifferent. But there's most of them who don't like noise. <laughs> it just seems weird. It's According like, to last year's poll data, <laughs> yes. 76% of tenants here don't care for noise. 10% that said they were indifferent. What? <laughs> Yeah. While the remainder said they were unsure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Look at that. Most yeah, of them. Most of them. He's pretty, pretty specific. He, he knows. <laughs> I bet he, he could quote you some numbers. He could. <laughs> he could tell you which apartments are those people who like noise, which mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get stuff like that. I just, I don't know. Cause, I guess it's because, you know, sometimes I, ex- I expect them to say certain things, and when they don't, it's like, why did you say that? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of saying, oh, no, ma'am, you know, we're we're a quiet community or we're a quiet, you know, whatever. Right. It's just like most of the other tenants don't like noise. <laughs> All right. Well, and the you, only two me, who do live way over there. Yeah, so. exactly. Let's can we talk to the ones who do <laughs> who don't mind noise? Maybe they'll. I don't know. Yeah, if you could sandwich sandwich yourself between two people who like noise, then you'd be mm-hmm. fine. You're totally fine. There's no way it would go farther. I mean, kids aren't that loud. No, no, no. We would just like travel throughout the entire complex. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. That's that stuff. But yeah, good this point. Scene, uh, so I guess I guess you know Miles seems to have some falling out with his mom at some point. Um, yeah, maybe over his facial piercings. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to say that look that he has in this period, I he looks like you know from when he was an X Men. Oh uh, yeah, that's exactly yes. what. It, yeah. Oh God, I knew he looked kind of familiar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's right. He was spiky, man. He was, yeah, exactly. He was the guy with the spikes. Yeah. Out of his skin. Fucking, oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he actually pull, he actually pulls that off uh, fairly well. Yeah. Um, Considering. He's like, he's actually got gray hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's playing like, I think, I don't know. Late teenager, early twenties. Yeah, I, I I think he's he's I think he can pass for yeah early twenties. Yeah, in in this era. Um, yeah, with that look, like it kind of works. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he pulls it off. Yeah, does it doesn't look as ridiculous as I'm used to. In there's, yeah, there's other people who could have tried to do that, and it would have just been like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a wig, John. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So wait, what scene right. are we on now? Or oh, we got the body. Right? talking to the mom. Yeah. Oh, well, oh mom, the mom. The, the mom. Dead mom. Mom's, okay. mom's gonna die. So anyway, mom. there's some sort of falling out or something. He hasn't seen her in a while. Oh, yeah. He apologizes for not coming sooner. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this is kind of similar to Claire, uh, actually. Similar to what? 
She had the same kind of thing where she had some kind of falling out with her mom, and then her mom oh, yeah. ended up in the hospital, and she spent some time with, like, black hair and piercings and... And, oh, totally. and then uh, eventually she goes and visits her mom in the hospital and, you know, tries to, like, come to terms with how their relationship has degraded. It's very similar. They they like that. <laughs> so I guess note to anyone out there who's listening who has piercings after a falling out with a parent, you should just go talk to them now and save Lost yourself has, some time. Lust has some <laughs> ideas for you. Lust yeah. has some advice. So I'll have some advice, yeah. Maybe there's someone you lied to, you should give them their money back, uh, you know, to make mm-hmm. peace with things. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's really a it's entertainment, but it's more than that. It's it's telling us how to live. It's how to get your family in the right shape and mm-hmm. what not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much there's so much there's so much uh emphasis on family on this show, it's insane. It is, yeah. There's a lot, and they they like to kind of recycle plot lines in various families. Mm-hmm. That's that's just sort of a running theme. Well, because it makes it all connected, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Lame. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People being connected is so season two. That is. Yeah. Exactly. I'm done with that. Oh look, it's Sawyer. Hey, I'm walking here in the middle. Of I'm the walking here. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that used to I wish, be like. I wish, yeah. Oh man, that used to be the most like crazy moment <laughs> in the flashback. Yeah, when some character would just walk by. Yeah, that's they used to do that where it's just like, look who's in the background, or <laughs> look who's over there, or mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm walking here in the middle of the street where cars are, <laughs> so you can look at me and I can be in your flashback. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, what happens. It is. Yeah, they kind of stopped doing that. It doesn't really work when they all know each other. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Miles does say, I mean, I'm sorry, the mom does say that, uh, you know, that the dad kicked them out when they when he was just a baby or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And Miles doesn't ask, like, kicked us out of where. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what he's thinking she means by that. Mm-hmm. If it was just like out of the house, <laughs> which is a pretty right. cool thing to do, or yeah. out of the island, which you know is not mm-hmm. that nice either. Um, right. So yeah, that's all I got. Just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I get the sense she didn't she didn't specify, and he didn't know, and just assumed something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I I feel like he's not supposed to know. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, he doesn't make any. Yeah, he doesn't really hint that he knows anything in, in, through the episode. So about the island before. Yeah, and and they have that conversation earlier in the season with him and Dan, I think, where where he basically, you know, he was talking about. Um, uh, oh, I, what was that? I don't even remember. But at the end of the conversation, I don't remember what they were. You're talking going about. strong there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't. Uh, but at the end of the conversation, uh, uh, you know, he sort of says that he he doesn't have any, you know, connection to the island, and you know, Dan's like, "You sure about that?" And, yeah, and that's that's when they were talking about the the headaches and stuff, or the nosebleeds. Oh, right? yes, that's right. And that's right. Uh, and I think Miles Miles had just gotten one, and Charlotte had been getting them. Yeah, 
so Miles was like, I haven't been on the island before. And yeah, then Miles is like, I mean, then uh, Dan is like, are you sure? So I guess the idea is that he he found out once he saw his mom, like what he describes in this episode, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that's where he had come from. And we didn't really get to see it, but, you know, sometime between in those three years he found out. I guess he said it was like three days after yeah. they showed up. So, I mean, he's had time to deal with that. And I think that's kind of weird for the audience is we don't sort of – we haven't seen him – figure that we didn't see him when he figured that out and we had to see how he sort of dealt with that over the three years yeah that he, that he sort of known all this uh so it's we i mean it's weird to for him to realize hey and, you know not only my parents here but sort of this is the year i was born you know right. and i'm on this island uh with these with these people or i guess wait when he first got there he wasn't born yet because i think he's born in 77 and they arrived in 74 um, so oh, he's really? only had to deal, yeah. So he's only had to deal with his um, with his self being on there for the last ever couple months. He is old, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think Chang says how old he is. Does he? Yeah, probably like six months or something. Or yeah, he says. Uh, I thought he said. Oh, what does he say? It's later. Let's see. Um, hold, please. <laughs> da, da, da. Blah blah blah. For it too. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Three months. Three months. There we go. Yeah. Wow, that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, time well spent. Time well spent. Everyone listening was like, three months, you idiots. Three months. <laughs> three months, you guys. Three months. <laughs> That's what I do when I listen to things. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. uh, so anyway, um, he's only had to more recently deal with his baby self being around. But, yeah. Uh, so weird, uh, but, And actually, that's kind of even more weird or another level of weird is to know, okay, my parents are on this island. I was, you know, it's 74, you right. know, and I'm going to be born in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, unless they leave, I'm born on this island. So to sort of be around before you're born is, is I think, pretty strange, too. Oh, definitely. Uh, and then it's like your birthday come, it's coming up, and, you know, to be sort of, you know, uh, cognizant in an adult, mature way on your actual original birthday is a unique experience. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. You know, I think most of us have not had that opportunity. Yes, I would agree with I've that. I've done surveys, and uh, <laughs> 83% said that uh, they had not what been per- able to... Uh, what percent? 83. 83? Yeah. What do the other uh, 17 uh, think? Well, 15%, uh, 15% were, uh, were unsure, and, uh, and then 2% had, had actually been there. Had actually been there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we should. Well, it was an anonymous survey, right? We couldn't find those two percent. That's say, right. Like, How no. did you? We had do to this? have it anonymous, sir. The numbers wouldn't be right. Yeah. What's the? But it's yeah. good though. It's two percent. So if you get a, you know, if you get a hundred people, then two of them were there with their own birth. <laughs> what's the What's the margin of error there? Oh, you know, plus or minus five or six. Okay. <laughs> um. Tenth. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> dot, dot, I just dot, realized that was cause... a really big error. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, that's a lot. Your 2% might not exist. <laughs> uh, but it could be as big as 7 or 8. Mm. <laughs> that's more likely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you got a point. Anyway. So, anyway, yeah, so Miles is, you know, I think there's a lot of crap that's going on, and on top of just the fact that, yeah, his parents are around, his dad is there, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I would really be hard-pressed, I think, you know, think about Miles' situation in this episode. I think I'd be really hard-pressed to not talk to my mom if she was mm-hmm. around in the past, you know. It just, I know it'd be weird to be like, yeah, I'm your son or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just seems like, how could you, I don't know, how could you not want to be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> you haven't had me yet, but I'm your kid from, from the future. That's that's not crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, of course, if he did that, then he always did that, which means the mom right. always would, would sort of have those memories uh, ooh, and and, and sort of never, you know, which basically means if she never told him, then that means because she kept it secret or something mm-hmm. or forgot, which she wouldn't forget that. No, but, um, so. But, but so. So that's <laughs> no. the thing. I mean, obviously, Miles is, he's, you know, they painted him as the kind of guy who doesn't want to interfere with the past. He doesn't see any point. Right. Uh, not that it really is interfering if he does it because he always did it. Right. But, you know, same difference, right? But um, he always he always didn't interfere. So yeah, he apparently always didn't. So <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. he does. Unless he does. <laughs> then he always did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but he didn't so far. No, not yet. So yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but one thing that is emerging is that, you know, even though the Purge killed a lot of people, there were people who made it out. Oh, a ton. Um, and that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not quite what I thought. Uh, I guess I thought it was a little more complete than that. You think You think Amy was killed in the Purge? At this point, possibly not. I do. Mm-hmm. I definitely wonder, like, what the story with Ethan is. I, I think we can guess now, right? I mean, here's my guess. Okay. Amy Amy left with Ethan for the same reason Laura left with Miles, mm-hmm. and the same reason Claire's mom left with Claire. I'm sorry, not Claire. Uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's mom left with Charlotte. Uh, and I mean that kind of explains how Ethan got the education in medicine. He lived. He grew up off the island, uh, and at some point he he you know was able to come back. Wow! And then came back and joined the others. Came back and joined the others. Wow. Maybe he was recruited back or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Maybe he found out, uh, found I, out uh, something, but, uh, you know, about the island or, I don't mm-hmm. know. There's some, That's I, the thing, though. If he was there as a kid and, and he had already come back, then he couldn't have already got the education. If he's what? If he's there as a kid and he had already come back. Then he couldn't have already had the education. What do you mean he already he already came back when he's there as a kid? Like he's already left the island and come back. I think when he comes back, he's an adult. Well, no, I mean we've already seen him with Ben. He wasn't an adult. Well, then I would say that's before the purge, then, right? 
Oh, that's before the purge. Maybe that's so, before the so purge. When, so when he left, he was pretty old. And he had already been with the others? Uh, I guess it doesn't make sense. Like, that's him. getting weird. Well, it's fine to me if he leaves when he's with the others because then he can come back and be with them. But I guess it's weird now that how was Amy involved in all that? Yeah, and, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but the timing of the purge, li- the purge line, the timing of the purge versus the uh, – Oh, the timeline. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, the timing of that versus the uh, kidnapping, uh, it, it seems a little tricky because mm-hmm. uh, the purge should have taken place in 1992, um, according to what Horace said. I've been dead yeah. for 12 years in 2004. And also, you know, there's, there's other information that suggests that's a good date as well. Um, uh, so, so that would mean that and and also, you know, Alex being 16 means that she got kidnapped in 88. So mm-hmm. that means that that scene we saw, you know, should have been in 88. But Ben is already with the others. That's when he kidnaps Alex. And he's sort of the one that raises Alex. But it's tricky because we know he was with Dharma when the purge happened. So he couldn't have just been... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if the 92 date is right. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it something. Really add up. Yeah, it seems like something's wrong, but it's gonna, it, you know, some one of the bits of information is gonna have to be wrong. Yeah. To to change the date. Um, you know, they they either need to explain how he took care of a kid and was in Dharma and was with the others all at the same time, or, uh, you know, change the date of the purge or somehow changed Alex's age. Well, and here's the other thing, too, of course. Uh, to add to that is if he's, you know, he's there with Ethan, and Ethan should really only be there after the purge, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. So that's thinking. Another, another part of that. So I, I would say that Horace's thing was probably just wrong. Okay. Uh, I mean, Horace is dead. How is he supposed to get the date right? You lose track of time when you're dead. Right? Come on. <laughs> he was close enough. <laughs> He should have said like fourteen years or something. In the in geological time, he was he was dead on. <laughs> no pun intended, right? <laughs> no, of course not. I never intend puns. No, 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 no. Um. So, uh, it does seem I I agree. I feel like Ethan should be there after the purge. I still don't quite. I can't quite okay, see let me, how... Let me, let, me, let me think of Ethan's backstory again. So, okay. So, okay, so he's there with Amy and Horace before the purge. Um, the purge happens. Ben sees young Ethan. Maybe maybe Amy dies. Maybe they don't get off. Maybe Amy dies. Okay. Horace dies. Ben takes in Ethan, another baby, you know. Uh, they can't die. Um... Then, then that's it. Then, uh, then at some point, yeah, at some point when Ethan's older, they send him off the island to go get medical training, uh, or to you know for whatever reason. And then, uh, what's that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I mean, you know, that's the thing. Ben Ben got more corporate with it, as Locke put it. Uh, and I think maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he just saw a sort of necessity. I mean, maybe Ethan showed some interest in medicine or something. Yeah. Uh, but I think maybe he just saw a necessity for a doc for you know a doctor for them. Um, yeah. You know, the temple can't heal everybody. Right. So. Um, right. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. Or maybe even predicated by the, you know, the fertility problems, too, so. Yeah. I'll definitely buy that. The, the only part that seems really hazy to me is how, I mean, Horus is there during the purge. Um, yep. You know, no telling about Amy. Uh, Amy's a new character. Uh, she could be dead, but at least Horus is there, and so... I, you know, I don't think Horace would have given Ethan up or something, and I—it's I, hard for me to imagine him just running off with the others. That—that's the part I—it I, doesn't quite work. I feel like there's some bit of information you mean I need. Ethan running off with the others? Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's a little kid and he comes out and everybody's dead, including his parents, and there's a guy who's saying, you know, come with me, you know, I'll take care of you. Um, we've seen that scene before, you know. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I I guess they it. have. <laughs> guess you know, they have. Uh, yeah, it, it works. I, I mean, guess I'm I imagining him being older. I guess I'm imagining being older where he can't just be, like, led away by the hand. Well, um, let's see if we can do some math here. If he was 12 when Alex was a baby. We don't. We still don't quite know when the purge happened, though. That's the um, thing. Yeah, well, it definitely should have been before. I think we can agree it should have been before he took Alex and and before he has Ethan, right? Before Ethan's around. So, Alex, well, Alex was born in '88. Yeah, according to you know things they've said. I mean, that, yeah. one thing they could do is claim that that number was wrong somehow. So, and then, so that means, oh, wait, we saw when Ethan was born. Ethan was born in 74. No, four. Seven, seven, seven. 77. Sorry. So, that's, okay, so that means, that means he's 11 when, when Alex is taken, 11 or 12. I guess his birthday could be in a month. Yeah. Uh, and so that kind of works. Um, yeah. Which means... That what am I trying to figure out here? I'm trying to figure out where the purge, how old Ethan is when the purge could have happened. Right. So he was younger than eleven. Okay, that's <laughs> and a start. older than zero. <laughs> so there you um, go. It's in that that range there. Um, it's probably an integer. It probably is an integer. Um, I would say. Wait, uh, I guess, can we narrow it down any more than that? Not much. I mean, I think I think there might be Dharma events that we can say happened at certain times and say that it has to be later than such and such date. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the best we can do because if the original date for the purge is off, then I don't think there's any basis to put it anywhere else. You know, okay. I, think, I think the best we could do is figure out like what Dharma events there are in the early '80s that, you know, forced the purge not to have happened yet. But if they're going to do one retcon, I mean, it could do any number of other ones. Mm-hmm. So it really seems like it's up in the air completely. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. So he could have been we'll really see. young. I mean, if they put it back in like '82 or something, he, you know, he would have been like what uh, five. 
Yeah. That's young enough. So, yeah, I mean, I could see him being a bewildered kid led away by, you know, someone. Mm-hmm. Not really getting it and, you know, kind of a Dexter kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and even if he is older, what's he going to do? I don't know. I guess I just I, – I, I don't know what he's going to do, but I expect it to be more of a thing to get him to go if he's old. Yeah, well, it could be. Yeah, and I just – I don't know. I, it's hard for me to – I mean, it could be Ben kidnapped. Ben is like, come with me, and Ethan's old and wants to not go with him, and he doesn't have time for it, so Ben just, like, you know, takes him. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, settle, settle it later or something. Mm-hmm. There's, there, you know, obviously there's a lot of ways they can, you know, maybe even gets hurt and, you know, they take him to the temple or something. Oh. He becomes that. one of them, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, it's all connected. It is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love those connections. Mm-hmm. They connect things. They really do. <laughs> so what's, what scene are we on again? We're on the next scene. Okay. <laughs> Which is, uh, we're back on the island. Uh, Miles comes back to the security area to find Horace on the phone with Chang, talking about something with electromagnetism. Uh, Horace tells Miles he needs to take the body to Chang out at the Orchid. Uh, Miles asks if someone from the motor pool could do it. Uh, of course they can't. Uh, and that's it. Then, let's see. Miles gets back to the van to find Hurley filling it up with food for the Orchid crew. Miles starts to talk uh, to Hurley as he's staying, but Hurley persists on coming along. And that's that bit. Nice. So, you know, not much here other than, you know, a forced, a forced reason why Hurley has to come with them, with yeah. them to uh, deliver the body. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's nice that Hurley wants to do something good, uh, but, like, wouldn't the crew get lunch somehow anyway? Were they just really not going to eat if Hurley didn't bring them food? Like, if you're Dharma and you've sort of got this operate, this building operation, you know, if you're, and you're the foreman, you know, wouldn't you sort of make sure your guys got have food to eat? <laughs> you know, Apparently you not. working all day? Isn't there like a sort of, you know, union rule of a lunch break or something, <laughs> you know? I would expect them to pack lunches. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe they all pack launches. Um, um, and but I can, I can see us, it being a thing. I mean, Hurley works in the kitchen. If they're going to have food made for them, I, you know, I could see him being involved. Uh, well, but here's the thing. The Orchid is obviously sort of like, uh, I don't want to say a top secret project, but it, it seems like a secure project. Uh, it seems weird to me that, you know, I don't think anyone else is just, I'm going to go after the orchid today just because I want to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I have to ask, you know, who's Hurley's boss over at the kitchen? Uh, it seems like he's the leader, but I don't know why he would be in charge. No, he really shouldn't be in charge. He shouldn't be. <laughs> he's uh, been there like think, a few days. You think I, I, you think the the guy in the kitchen would be like you know no 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 we don't want to bother the guys at the orchid Chang is you know really mean and yeah you know they're they're whatever and besides they pack their lunch you know or right. whatever but but no 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 see that's <laughs> the thing like maybe they're trying to tell us Hurley does this all the time you know like this is their scheduled you know they didn't really make it clear cut but maybe this is their scheduled lunch and he's supposed to bring them lunch that's kind but, of what uh, I assumed 
But that's that's what's weird to me is they didn't just say that. They didn't just say, you know, when Miles is like, no, no, her, you stay here, and he goes, no, dude, I gotta, you know, I gotta do this. I'm supposed to deliver this shipment, you know, this food because. I also can't eat, you know, like this is part of my job, you know. Yeah. If they just said that, there'd be no problem, but uh, they but kind he of didn't have say it. That. Yeah, they just kind of have it where it's more of he's trying to do something nice. It just seems like, it just seems like he got this crazy idea. I'm going to go yeah. make lunch for the crew of the Orchid. Yeah, like why them? Why not, you know, other, somebody else? You yeah. Know, like it's just a little too convenient, and I think they could have tied it together with it being his job more than, uh, you know, I just – randomly decide to do this at the moment that it's yeah jack was making sandwiches too all of a sudden we're back to the sandwiches again we're so back to sandwiches (laughs) they cannot time they just can't get away from them every every chance they get they throw in a sandwich all about sandwiches it really is yeah i uh, you know why why because life like a sandwich has layers you like that just came Uh oh Just made that up, huh? Just made that up. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't claim that. That's a good uh, one. <laughs> heard that from someone else. He's a he's a yeah he's a he's a silly guy. Has layers, huh? Yeah, I guess it does. That's what they call wisdom. And life. And, and life. Sandwiches. And sandwiches. Somehow, <laughs> sometimes have toothpicks in them, uh, and sometimes they don't. <laughs> I think you get my metaphor. I think I do. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's a contrivance to have Hurley come along. Yeah. In the end. Yeah, totally. However well they finesse it. Not that well. Or lack thereof, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to come with them, and that's about it we learn, yeah. We get this um, little thing with with Chang on the phone. Yeah, that was that was that was something I didn't catch the first time. Mm-hmm. When I watched it again, I was like, "Oh, that's." If I had been paying attention, I might have thought, "Oh, does this have something to do with the Swan Hatch?" Yeah, and uh, I would have been right if I had thought that. But uh, yes, it, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really pay attention, as usual. I. I'm well, you're, you're waiting for Miles to start interrogating everyone at this point, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm re- When's the investigation going to begin? <laughs> Hurley, Hurley's going to be like uh, be like Holmes, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and they're going to go off and investigate this stuff together. That's right. They're going to drive from scene to scene in the van and mm-hmm. figure out figure out what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, ready for the next scene? Still waiting for the show to start. Yeah. So next scene, uh, Kate comes into the infirmary and finds Juliet there. She tells uh, her that they just gave Ben to the others, that James did help. Uh, Roger enters to find Ben missing. Juliet says she doesn't know what happened. Uh, and Roger storms out to go to security. Ooh. So this is what we were talking about before when they, you know, the girls here didn't really have a plan. <laughs> yeah, they're just hanging out like, in there where Bim isn't. And, uh, like, two seconds before, Roger would have come in and heard the whole thing about what happened. <laughs> you know, like, you know, or if he was just sort of waiting outside, he could have overheard, like, uh, you know, exactly what he wants to know. He missed everything he needed he missed by seconds. By seconds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was weird to me how all of a sudden it was just like he comes in and then it's like, okay, now game on. And Juliet, you know, does pretty well in terms of 
you know, she she gets upset, you know, and oh, I don't know, it just I don't know, and yeah. Um, but Kate just like was just clammed up. She wasn't ready for it. She no. didn't. Really, uh, she wasn't like you know feigning exacerbation. Like I just got here too, and what's going yeah, on? And no. she was just quiet. Yeah, she didn't do that. God, I can't even imagine her trying to do that. Mm-hmm. It would be weird. I Kate just Kate just can't handle situations like this. She should be able to, though. I mean, she was, I think she, you know, she had her fair share of her con days, you know? Like, she should be able to roll with the punches a bit. I mean, obviously, this is all emotional. I would think so, but every time they've shown her doing that, it's kind of like this, where she isn't isn't very good at it. Like, she gets away with it mostly by staying quiet and avoiding the issue. Yeah, that's true. You know, she doesn't really... uh, uh, Make it make a big production or come up with like you know a good explanation, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there have been several times where she's been caught and she does that same kind of clamp, the same thing she does here with Roger later. You know, where <laughs> where like, she doesn't look at the person and walk away. Yeah, and, and looks really guilty immediately. Yeah, yeah like that's her thing. Oh, Kate. Oh, I know. Kate. I know, but she's looking for Claire. Born to so. run, born to clamp. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she's really making a lot of progress on that search. Yeah, player, I know. Right? I can't wait. Can't wait. That's that's. <laughs> she's looking all over nowhere. Um, Ouch! <laughs> take that, Kate. Um. So. Yeah, we pick up more on this, but uh but yeah, the girls didn't really have anything. It's it's a it, yeah. No. Juliet uh her excuse is pretty flimsy, but I I don't know what else she could have done. It it's uh it's 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 something. Yeah. You know. I love her her line at the end where she's like uh you know, here we go or whatever. Yeah. Uh because yeah, it really is like now you know they have set on the course is set you know like yeah it's just all gonna play out now they can't sort of just go get Ben or and solve everything so it's uh, yeah yeah the inevitable course of events yeah gonna play out now and mm-hmm. there's no turning back no turning back the uh, the point of no return as some might call it yeah um. I don't know who, but some might call it that. Yeah, it's, it, and that, now it seems like this is what she was talking about when she was standing at the window, like something like this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so, and I think she was right. <laughs> yeah, she was right. Like this, is, it didn't yeah. take long. It's all over now. Yeah, yeah, they barely got there. Yeah. Three years, they were fine, and now that's it. That's it. Problems, problems, I guess you gotta problems. gotta blame uh, Saeed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Saeed, uh, yeah. Saeed, Mm-mm. where are you now? <laughs> yeah, where still is by the Saeed? fence. <laughs> I think he's yeah, still waiting by the fence. <laughs> Won't someone turn this bloody thing off? <laughs> um. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, he probably got captured by the others. Yeah, that's what I was assuming. But since they're not going to him, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It doesn't seem like he's necessarily going to get a story. 
Yeah. Until maybe the finale. Something's got to happen. But yeah, I, I, I think agree. we'll see him before the finale, but... You think so? Yeah, I think we will. There's I, only, I, like, two episodes before the finale. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, this is 13? Yeah, 14, 15, and then 16's the finale. I I feel like we, we might see him do something. I, I, I feel like they, they need to set up whatever he's doing. Whatever he's going to be doing in the finale. But, yeah, you you're know. probably right. I guess we'll probably see him, but maybe they'll work it in to something else. Yeah. Have I it. mean, he might, you know, go and get captured by the others, and then, you know, he fulfills his bad deed by doing a good deed by bringing Ben back to them or something. Mm. Or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something lame. <laughs> All I know, it's something lame. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Next thing. Yes. Or wait. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Next thing. We're in the Dharma van. Miles asks Hurley about what he's writing in the Dharma composition notebook. Uh. Hurley says it's personal. Hurley inquires about the horrible smell in the van. He notices it's coming from the back. Hurley makes Miles pull over. Uh, so he can check on the sandwiches, but Hurley finds the dead body. Uh, Miles tells Hurley to ignore it and not to tell anyone. He tells Hurley that the guy is Alvarez, who was digging a hole and thinking about some chick named Andrea, and then felt a sharp pain in his mouth, which turned out to be a filling getting yanked out of his mouth and blowing through his brain. Uh, Hurley asks how Miles knows all this and surmises that Miles can talk to dead people. Hurley tells Miles, uh, his secret is safe because Miles, I'm sorry, because Hurley can talk to dead people also. Ooh. Revelation. Hey. Oh, wait, no. Just kidding. <laughs> Guess we sort of knew that. Yeah, kind of. Um, so this this was sort of interesting. Uh, I guess we get a little bit more of it later when they're talking about their respective powers. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go into more detail. Um, this is where I finally figured out that the Swan Station was going to come into play. Yeah, wh- when I first <clears throat> heard this description of what happened to Alvarez, I was like, what the crap? How are they going to explain this? And then upon second viewing, I'm like, oh, <laughs> his feeling got yanked out when he was digging a hole. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. it's because he was near the... Yeah, yeah. So this all this all ties into the Swan Station. Yeah, uh, I could have got it earlier with the first clue, but uh, but yeah, this is the one where I actually where I actually thought, oh okay, the metal, the the electromagnetism, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what this is about. Um, uh, but the second time I watched it, I noticed the first thing and realized yeah. I could have got it earlier if I'd been paying attention. Yeah, you know, to me, of course, I wonder, you know, what happened to the shovel? Wasn't the shovel he was using metal? <laughs> Wouldn't that, like, go first? All plastic the, shovels. Before the feeling in your mouth. <laughs> or maybe uh, wood shovels. Wooden know. shovels? I don't know. They make those? Uh, I guess vegans have to use wooden shovels, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume... That vegans would use wooden shovels. Um, are you saying metal <laughs> is an animal product? <laughs> so are you ready for the next scene? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, you know, 
hide your wooden shovel, all right? All right. <laughs> um, so let's see. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, this is a, a you know, pretty clear-cut thing with, you know, this guy's working, uh, building, you know, uncovering the, digging out the hole for the, the Swan Station, uh, and then he has this sort of accident. Um, I think what's interesting is we sort of realize all the suspicion with, uh, you know, that was on Rosinski is just sort of gone now. Where it's like, yeah, it kind of was just an accident. Uh, and it wasn't really a bullet hole so much as a filling uh, hole. Oh, yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. The uh, reason he, yeah, supposedly, I think the reason he was being secretive about it is is because he's, you know, he's very obsessed with keeping the swan and what's going yeah. on there secret. And, and if you said his filling flew through his head, you'd have to, you know, you'd have to say a little more than that. That's not something that normally happens. Yeah, totally. So uh, that's that's sort of the reason. But it's not Rizinski's fault or anything. It's not like some kind of cover-up where they're just, you know, uh, trying to cover up the fact that they killed this guy. Yeah, at first I thought, um, at first I thought the the dead guy, Alvarez, was, uh, was a hostile. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they're out that 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 grid is hostile territory and, right. and the guy had you know a big beard and i thought okay he looks sort of like a hostile oh not a beard yeah he had like yeah. a beard and okay uh, and uh, i kind of thought um, the hostiles had shot him maybe that those oh yeah that popped into my head i thought they were trying to hide the body and they were gonna you know they put him in a dharma outfit and oh, they were gonna, like okay. whatever and there was going to be some plot to, with that but um, yeah since they established that whole thing about it being in uh the hostile territory it really doesn't come into play at all but i i thought that might be a thing yeah that well, a red that's, the thing, that's the other thing i i did want to bring up is the idea that the swan station was built in hostile territory yeah that seems like a thing yeah, it does. It makes it even more strange that they left people in there for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole to me, the whole thing about them not finding that, part of what I thought was that it was, you know, in some place that wasn't by where they usually went. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they just never found it or whatever and just left it alone. So, yeah, that's you're right, though. That's a thing. And, okay, we'll see, you know, we'll see how that fits in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I I I don't know. I don't know how how much that's going to make sense. I I I hope it works somehow. Yeah, I mean, it can be in hostile territory and not be like, you know, in an area that they frequent a lot, just in whatever area they decide is, you know. Yeah. The truth decided was whose territory, you know. Right. That kind of thing. And I and I don't know if they're saying that, you know, uh, I mean, I guess they really shouldn't be saying that, but you know, um, are mo- like most areas outside of the Dharma fence, you know, uh, hostile territory. Mm-hmm. Do they only have the areas around their stuff, or is there? Do they have the south side of the island, and then they got the north side mm-hmm. or something? You know, questions, 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 questions. Yeah, it doesn't. It kind of sounds like they have some area. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and like a lot of their places are within that area. But but this is outside that, you know, the, the way they present it, it sounds like that's what's going on. So this reminds me of that whole thing when, when like, when they, when, uh, when they first got to 74 and, uh, and, you know, uh, James Sawyer was like, you know, we got to search all the grids for Locke, basically. Uh, were they, I guess, were they searching hostile territory too, I guess? Like that was, did they, did they bring that up? 
at all? Uh, no. I don't think they did. I don't think they brought that up, no. Because, you know, at the time, I assume they just divided the whole island into grids. And yeah, like, me We're going to check everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they could they could have already had that grid system in place with the, you know, whose territory was whose. Right. Um, yeah, I don't even know what that meant either. <laughs> you know, we're going to search Sector 37. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that mean? Like, do they don't they can't have cameras at every place on the island, right? No way. So they go there and just look around, or yeah, they, they look around. That's it. We're okay. gonna go look. Just gonna go look. Go have a look. Go look around. Go have okay. a look see. Looky, yeah. A looky loo. Looky loo, yeah. <laughs> looky Louie. Looky Louie. Um, we just conjugated all of that. There you go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Turn it in. It's finished. Turn it in. Yes. Put your name on it. <laughs> Don't forget the date. That's right. Um, get points off. Uh, <laughs> let's see. All right. So the next scene, we flash back uh, to sometime before Miles leaves for the island. Um, pretty recent future. <laughs> Timeline. I uh, know, uh, right? Miles is talking to uh, grief-stricken dad, whose son was killed by a drunk driver. His ashes. Oh, his recent son. is in like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, recent of the future <laughs> time <laughs> period. Um. Uh, the son's ashes were scattered on the school football field. Miles is concerned that there's no body. But the dad persists and wants to know if his son loved him. I'm sorry, wants to know if his son knew that the dad loved him. There you Miles, go. Miles charges extra, uh, then tells the dad to get a mental picture of his son, Russell. And then he tells the dad what he wants to hear. Um, Miles then leaves. He's uh, putting his stuff in the car. He's approached by none other than Naomi Dorrit. Whoa. Um who asked if he's interested. Uh, I thought she some, was dead. Yeah, she was, and still is. Oh, how is that possible? Time, depending on the time period you're in. Um, he, she asked if he's interested in some work she has from her employer, and with a wig like that, Miles is definitely interested. <laughs> <laughs> I could not take my mind off that wig now. <laughs> Ever since you got me to notice the wig, every time Naomi's on the screen, I think about the wig. It's always the wig, And it man. seems like it's gotten worse. It seems like yeah. it's wiggier than it used to be. It, the wig is wigged out. <laughs> I like. It was kind of better when she was wearing that headband. I felt like it they, of, That's why they put the headband on. Yeah. <laughs> it covered up some of the crappiness. But man, is that... That's so weird. I can see that that, that wardrobe section. They're like, okay, this wig looks too wiggy. How about we put a bandana on it? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. Uh, it's just not convincing. I, uh, it just sits too perfectly on top of her head. I mean, that's the problem with it the does. wig. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's a very. It's like a set piece. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, uh, all right, so we got this scene when, when Miles, again, is sort of doing what his sort of power led him to do in terms of job, getting money, you know, sort of 
you know, he's sort of taking advantage of his dad. Um, you know, uh, we, we realize, you know, Miles can't really do his power without a body, so right. he sort of does the sort of traditional uh, talking to dead people thing, you know, sort of a mini seance. Right. And uh, sort of, you know, just tell the dad what he wants to hear. Have we... Now that we've gotten Miles' backstory and we've seen this scene, you know, another instance of him sort of using his power to make money, can we make any no. sense of... <laughs> Thank you for that. But now I know what it feels like to be you talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to just get a little taste every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we make any sense of... Uh, that first scene we had with Miles when he goes into the grandmother's son's room and oh, talks God. to the boy and gets a sense of where the money is and he takes the money and then um, gives the grandmother his money back. Like, I feel that, I mean, to me that means that the boy's dead body's in that room, right? According to what they're saying now, yeah. That's the thing. It really seems like a retcon. Yeah. The, and also with that fence scene, like I, I feel like I feel like what his power is has changed a little bit since that mm-hmm. since that time. And uh, now they've laid out the rules, and I don't think that scene obeys them because it seemed no. like he definitely got a sense. And I don't, I don't think the body was supposed to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. That'd be bad. Um. Uh. So yeah, that's uh. It's a good thing to bring up. Because uh, it was really confusing yeah. at the time, and I, I don't. Think it never made sense. It, that whole it just never made sense that he could uh, that you know, and the, the whole thing with him getting the the like finding the money, like what was that about? You know, it wasn't just about like him making money off of his power. It was like now he's gonna you know sort of steal this money from this kid, and grandma doesn't know about it. But it's like how is he even finding that out, and why is the guy telling him that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he shouldn't have been able to find that yeah. out. No. And he even heard a noise. Like, it even seemed like there really was some kind of ghost in Presence the room. Presence in the room, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he had machines. He put he put plugged in, like, a vacuum cleaner-looking thing. And it, was, it wasn't like this episode. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a whole thing. Yeah, I think they were just trying to make it cool, and they just, like, then they, you know, then they realized they need to make it simple. And that was the house where the pictures changed, too. <laughs> the house where the pictures changed. <laughs> the house of, a ch- of the changing picture. The, the other thing I think it was about was Miles being sort of all about the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, didn't he charge the grandmother extra, too? Yeah. And yeah. then, like, didn't, but didn't he, didn't he give it back to her? He gave it back once he found the money in the room. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there was more, presumably... And he didn't. He, he he's a he's a he's a kind-hearted, you know. Con yeah, man. exactly, exactly. He won't totally rip them off. Yeah. Because he could have just taken the money and the money. Yeah, he could have taken the money and the money. But he just he just decided to take the money and give her back the money. Mhm, mhm. I like using money a lot in sentences. <laughs> Me too. Good. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. The new thing for oh nine. It is, yeah. You, how many times can you use money in a sentence? Money times, I hope. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta mention. Everybody likes money. That's why they call it money. Oh, nice. Is that why they call it money? <laughs> oh, I think that's a great line. 
That was a great line. That's why they call it that. <sighs> anyway, as far as sentences so, with money goes, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, right. What are your favorite sentences with money? Um, sentences are any? like are like phrases. A phrase might be a sentence or not. Phrases, uh, phrases will work. Uh, money is the root of all evil. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, phrase <laughs> and a sentence. Uh, as Tracy on 30 Rock said, uh, oh, that's a saying? I thought that was just a title, a title for my, my last film, Death Bank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, not a title, a tagline. <laughs> yeah, great, great mind, Tracy. Nice. Death Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see that poster? Absolutely. Money, Money is the root of all, all evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, 30 Rock. 30 Rock, how you rock me 30 wise. Mm-hmm. 30 times. 30 times a night. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone down a dangerous path. You Let's took it to the around. next level. I wasn't ready uh, for that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, anything else? Uh, so I wanted to ask what, you know, Miles like brought like a briefcase in this scene. Oh yeah. I don't know what he was going to do with it or was planning to do with it. Maybe he had a vacuum cleaner in there. (laughs) Um, It wasn't big enough. Uh, unless he got a compact version. <laughs> I think Hoover does have the uh the the mini back light, I think, uh which might fit in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Five point five horsepower. He upgraded. For the lighter jobs. <laughs> to get in those hard to reach places. What do you think it'd be weird to play like football in a field where one of your former players has his ashes scattered? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be creepy just to be Why? like, man, Russell's still around? <laughs> kind of fall down and rub your face in your <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Russell, I didn't mean to put my face in your whatever part of you in your ashes are. Yeah. yeah, some of your rib cage and. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's not that really weird. pleasant. I've never I, heard, I've never heard of anyone put putting ashes like in a football field. When his dad said that, I was like, really? <laughs> you scattered them on the football field, huh? <laughs> I'm assuming they didn't necessarily tell everyone. Like, I was imagining they went out there themselves, and so the other people won't necessarily know that they did that, and so they won't have. Well, that's to even think worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> now they're like they're like hiding it. They weren't supposed to. I'm not assuming they were hiding it. I was just thinking that they it wasn't like a public event, you know, yeah. where they had like a bunch of people out there. And I don't know. That is weird, though. You always pick well, up on I feel them. like I feel like someone's going to know because someone's going to ask, you know, I mean, the people who were at the funeral, you know, should, you know, know that he was uh, cremated. Yeah. And, yeah. and usually, you know, like I, someone's going to ask what happened to the son and where he in, ended up. And, mm-hmm. you know, either he's going to lie or he's going to say, well, he's on the football field. Right. And yeah. they're going to say, ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't think we're going to find out about that. No, I, th- I don't think that's a topic they're going to really uh, deal with anytime soon. <laughs> Maybe in Season 7 they can get to that one. I hope so. All right. So, what scene are we on? I, I hate asking that over and over again, but I I keep... Well, then stop. I keep losing my bearings. I should, I should keep track Naomi, of the Naomi, uh, yeah, Naomi comes to talk to Miles for the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 Naomi. Um, so it's cool having her back. Didn't, uh, you know, yeah. I, keep for, I keep forgetting that these people can pop up. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty crazy. I, I kind of thought we were done with her. Mm-hmm. I thought we got the extra bits with her that we were going to get. Um, so I was surprised about that. Um, I think this, to me, this means we might see, uh, you know, we might see how everyone was recruited. Yeah, I, I yeah. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, time. that's that is something we learned in this episode. It, it's it's specific about how it happened and why they wanted him. Yeah. Um, which was kind of a little bit unclear uh, before. So yeah, uh, no, it's good to have her back. Um, I I still I still <laughs> they still managed to show us more without without really resolving the big issues. Um, around all mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, you know they they left it, you know, still really ambiguous. So I, I can't. I wanted things to get resolved, and they just didn't. Um, but uh, but I think you might be right. I don't know about Charlotte since she's dead. We may not see her thing, but uh, I could definitely see seeing Dan. Yeah, I, I I think we still have a little bit of Charlotte in terms of uh, you know the whole thing with him, with Dan. They might they might there might be some connection between uh, you know when she I, I you know I can kind of see a scene with her being recruited and then you know intercut with whatever goes on on the island when she's a girl you know or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else was I gonna mention? Uh, Something about this thing, Naomi. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot. I guess I'll remember later or something. Uh, Naomi comes. Huh? I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no. So anything else with this? Uh we got the next part here. Well we got we come back to it I guess. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Well well there's definitely more to say about the Naomi plot. Yeah. But we should say that later when it really uh goes somewhere. Uh let me let's see. What? I gotta make a note here. Oh, okay. okay I'll just um, throw in. I think Mr. Gray is a Stephen King reference. Uh, there's okay. a there's a Mr. Gray in what's it called? Dreamcatcher. There is a movie version. If you insist. Is it a movie version like the Langoliers? Is a movie version? Um, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> a bad movie version. Yes. Then yes. <laughs> Um, it was fairly high budget, though. It wasn't for TV. 
So that's Ouch. a slight difference, but it was bad. No offense to Langoliers. Um, I mean, ouch to TV. Oh, or TV. <laughs> Sorry, TV. But your budgets are lower a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times. Um, and they got to produce more, so they got to spread yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess overall the budgets are bigger. Yeah. If you, if you go long enough. Right. Um. Next thing. Uh, yes. So, next scene is back on the island. Uh, Roger's getting drunk while hanging out on the swing set. Kate tries to uh, comfort him. She tells him she's sure things will work out, that he shouldn't give up hope. Roger gets suspicious and tells Kate to mind her own beeswax. Quote. Does he really say that? No, he doesn't say Oh, that. damn it. I know, right? I wanted to go back and watch that. <laughs> Come on, your own beeswax. Yeah, that would have been awesome, but he says business. Lame. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why won't they entertain us more with silly lines of dialogue? Notes to writers. Always use beeswax instead of beeswax. It's the 70s. Doesn't it seem to fit in somehow? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like Hootenanny. Hootenanny and beeswax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they were all about that in the 70s. Yeah. Um, funny how quick you can sum up that scene. Not a lot happens, but um, but yeah, that's the scene. Um, Kate uh, is trying to be nice and, you know, makes it worse for everybody. Classic Kate. Classic Kate, I know. <laughs> hey, Kate, you stay here. We're going to go. Okay, I'll stay. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's captured by the others. I'm just going to sit here and watch the waves <laughs> and twiddle my I'm going to go nowhere. I promise. <laughs> Why is she a Southern Belle? I don't know. <laughs> She just starts talking that way when she's lying. It's her tell. It's her tell, yeah. Oh, Kate. Uh, yeah, she uh, she makes she makes Roger suspicious. Um, totally. Uh, which is kind of understandable. It is a little bit weird that all of a sudden she wants to get blood, and uh, you know, she's in there talking to Juliet when his body's not there. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and now she's like, you know, I I just have a feeling he might be okay. I I was in the future when I saw him be fine, so <laughs> take confidence in that. Yeah, thanks, Kate. <sighs> yeah. Um, I understand, you know, as usual, she is, tr- she is trying to be nice. I, I want to give her credit for that. Um, she, she's trying to, to reassure poor Roger. She doesn't really know that Roger's kind of an asshole sometimes. Uh, and uh, she sympathizes. So uh, Yeah. Uh, I can understand why she does this, even though it's really irritating in a way, because it's it's the big thing that, or one of the big things that, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. She feels guilty because it was, you know, largely her doing. Yes. Uh, so she kind of should feel guilty. Right. Yeah. 
No, it was her thing. It was totally her thing. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she tries, but uh, it doesn't work. Nope. And I think I think the worst thing she does is when he gets suspicious, she acts like he should be <laughs> she, suspicious. She stops looking at him, and she, like, tries to get up and walk away. That, yeah, that was really – I mean, the thing to do when he says, you know, do you know anything is, you know, she should have turned and looked him in the face and smiled and said no. Yeah, exactly. Like Ben, like ben would have done. Right. You know? Why would I go. know anything, you know? Do yeah. pull one of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just go with, you know, um, I just don't think you should give up hope, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, you know, it's good to, uh, it's good to not lose it. So Yeah, I, just, yeah, I'll, yeah, emphasize, just reemphasize her point. I think she no, could have pulled just, that off. Yeah, I, th- I think she could have pulled that because I think it's sensible to be, to say, you know, just, just have hope that it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, people do that, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, in these situations, a lot of times worrying doesn't help. So, you know, it's a sensible yeah. thing to do. So, I, you know. But, but no, she doesn't do that. I wonder, I wonder if Ben ever finds out that his dad was just worried about him when he was sort of missing and all this and hurt and injured. Mm-hmm. You know, like, does he, does that, would that, if he never finds out, would that have softened his heart for his dad at mm-hmm. all? You know, the same way Miles kind of sees his dad with his, you know, with his younger self. And yeah. Like, oh, you oh, did care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I kind of feel like Ben won't find out. Yeah. Um, unless his dad tells him. And here's the other thing, too. Like, I, I would find it strange if his dad continues to be abusive after this point, after not only almost losing his kid to a fatal, uh, no, a potentially fatal gunshot wound, but... Uh, but also being kidnapped mm-hmm. uh, should change his perspective a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I just wonder how they're going to play that out. Is it is it going to be his dad was sort of nice until the purge, or was it, is it was he just sort of apathetic? From and the point Ben's on? just that, and, know, and Ben, ben holds yeah, a grudge. Just, he holds a grudge, or he's just that committed to what he's doing that yeah. he sort of doesn't care, you know, or what? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what we're supposed to think. Mm. It does it does seem like he, you know, this if anything could shake him out of his rut, you know, maybe maybe this would be it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next scene. Mhm. Next scene, uh Miles and Hurley are driving. Hurley tells Miles uh sorry, Miles and Hurley talk about uh their dead people powers. Hurley says he talks to them, even plays chess. Miles says he can't talk to them, he just gets a sense. Hurley declares his power is better, and then they arrive at the Orchid. Yay. Um, so that's pretty much that. So let's talk about Hurley's power here, uh, okay. or, or what, they're call, what he's calling a power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is his power real, or is it just stuff in his head? Um, or, or is it both? <laughs> oh God, you're right. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Um, a little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, you know, in a sense, it's in his head. So I'll say that's right, no matter what. Okay. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, so the question is, are those people he sees uh, in, in any way, um, you know, Ex- like external or external to internal? his mind? Even if even if they're images that are put in his mind from an external source, you know, yeah. that would still count. Yeah, totally. Um, and uh, I'm gonna say, I God, I don't know. I I I feel like we're supposed to think it's real. I I, I changed my mind about that, but now I'm now I'm back with that it's real. Uh, I don't know what the explanation's supposed to be, but I I, I kind of feel like the the you know. Somehow the the dead people uh, are really talking to him. So Anna Lucia pulled him over. Yeah. And tell him not to get caught by the cops. Yeah. And that was really her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Libby says hi. Libby says hi because Libby cares still. Apparently. She didn't care enough to come and say mm-hmm. hello herself. But No, 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 no. She's on another TV show. She did the path. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Where they bring both the wine and the blankets. <laughs> oh God, the wine and the blankets. Can't have the picnic without it, right? That's <laughs> oh, so true. Oh, Hurley, he forgot the blankets. So sad. The fatal flaw. Um, you know, I I don't want to think uh, it's real. I mean, I I feel like the I feel like the stuff we saw before with Charlie. You know, I feel like that might be the island. I feel like um, Anna Lucia might be the island. Uh, but I actually don't get the sense that it's really sort of the people themselves. Um, you know, the way that Miles is talking to these people uh, or you know sensing these people or whatever. Um, Hurley's thing, you know, it's too conversational. You know, playing chess makes no sense to me. You know, how are you, you know, how is some sort of dead entity just around for enough time to play chess and then, then they're not around when they don't want to be or whatever? It's just a little too complicated. Uh, and I, I, I kind of feel like that stuff's in his head. The Dave stuff didn't really seem real to me. Um, you know, he saw, I mean, that's the thing, that whole thing with Dave, you know, when they were playing basketball and Dave wasn't really there and, you know, does that mean Dave is dead, you know, like, and, and this is some dead guy he's talking to, like... Yeah, I think Dave was different. I think Dave was, uh, Dave was his, his, Dave was in his mind, you know, a, 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 per, a personality that he made up to deal with his problems, mm-hmm. you know, fight I, club kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I think, um... What I think about Hurley is I think it's all in his head, but I think that the island sometimes uses that to its advantage to present uh, like Charlie and Anna Lucia. Okay. But I, but I don't think I don't really think he talks to dead people in a, in a sort of straightforward way. Okay. <laughs> if there is a straightforward way. So even even when it's not even when it's external, it's not necessarily the dead people. It's just the island. I think it's the island because I think, to me, the stuff that seems plausible is the stuff that has to do with with the island. Um, you know, I, I I don't think the island would send you know Echo there to play chess with Hurley. You know, I think Hurley sort of made that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sort of the other stuff he saw, I think, is is just sort of in his head, and he can't tell the difference. You know. Uh, yeah. 
So. Yeah, I find that view very likely. Uh, I'm I'm going with they're real for now, but I I could easily be swayed the other way. I I, I definitely think I definitely it definitely seems like those those things are are sort of real external messages that he's not just making up, but yes. all that other stuff it does seem weird uh, that that would be real. But anyway, yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know. I'm buying it for now, like 55% or something. I'm barely there. there. What's the margin of error? <laughs> <laughs> There's no margin of error. No margin of error. No, wow, zero. That's good. That's good uh, um, whatever you call it. Sampling it's, or something. Well, you know, it's just me reporting on my state of mind, so it's dead oh. on. Dead on? Wow. Yeah, right. I know exactly what I'm thinking. Well, I'd have to say Margin of error too, but um, okay. that's just my own theory. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I've caught you at 53%. <laughs> um, all right. So next thing. Mm-hmm. Miles, uh, let's see. They get to the orchid. Miles and Hurley unloads the food from the van. Uh, Chain comes up and inquires about Hurley. Hurley lets it out that he knows about the body. Oops. Hank threatens to send Hurley to Hydra Island for polar bear feces cleanup if he doesn't keep the secret um, threat of the day. Chain tells, <laughs> Chain tells Miles to stay put until he returns, and Hurley tells Miles that that guy is a douche. And Miles Ooh. says to Hurley, that douche is my dad, <laughs> which is the best line of the episode. <laughs> When 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 Miles said when uh, Hurley said that guy's a douche, I was thinking, please please, because I knew Miles was going to say something about his dad because he's mm-hmm. looking wistfully at him this whole yeah. time. And I'm like, please say something with douche and dad. Please <laughs> do it. And they did it, and it was nice. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> um, what oh, Chang. Dang. You're so you're so down to earth. Cracking that whip. I I I had no idea. Right? I had no idea. I know. This is a guy we saw in the videos, by the way. Just yeah. in case, you know, you forgot or anyone forgot. This is a the enigmatic Marvin Candle, you know, at all of his mm-hmm. pseudonyms. Uh so it, it it's weird that this is this is a guy. I mean, this is a guy who Process Jack's paperwork, you know. Yeah. Uh, when Jack joined Dharma, have I bowled you over yet? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so crazy, and yet it feels so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's yeah. the part I can't get over. Like I want to be blown away, and yet it's just sort of like, so what? Yeah, yeah. You know? it is, it's so what? Uh, I. I I mean, presumably, you know, something more interesting will happen as the season goes on with him. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so far he's just, I don't know. I mean, Dharma in general is just kind of more blah than I thought they were. Um, they do have secret stuff going on. But, like, this whole thing where he's just like, you know, keep the secret about the body or I'll just give you, you know, I'll give you a bad job. Like, it's just very, you know, that, that's just not... Yeah, that's not, it's not the kind of threat that Dharma 
That's the least they should be capable of, you know? Yeah, that's not taking it seriously as a secret, you know? If that's all you're going to do, like, Hurley could just give away the secret, and that's all that would happen. Like, that's not really a big deal. And then he could just go to Hydra Island and tell everybody there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's (laughs) it's really just not a good thread. It's not a good – it's just not convincing that, that it's such a big deal to cover this up. Yeah, when when that's what's supposed to back it up. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a lot more open than I thought it was. Yeah, a lot more open and less to me, you know, less structured. I mean, you can kind of. I mean, they had, you know, a couple a couple people from the future infiltrate them, and they yeah. are none the wiser. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which uh, is which is strange. That is really uh, strange. It's, it's interesting that we got it. We got sort of the proper name for the island, uh, you know, Hydra Island, as I uh, guess we could have all assumed it was called. Uh, but that's what it's called. Hydra oh, they actually island. call it Hydra Island. Yeah, he I said. I, he said Hydra Island. Wow, Hydra yeah. Island. Hydra Island. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what it is then. Yeah, it's Hydra Island. Hydra that's, Island. That's the name. Let's keep saying it. <laughs> but was it called Hydra Island before they put the Hydra on the island? Of course not, Sally. <laughs> okay. There was no island there before they built Hydra Island. Oh, okay. The Hydra Station, you know. So. Um, okay. Yeah, maybe they, maybe they were Hydras on that island, and they had to kill them <laughs> off. They had to kill them off before they could build the station. Oh, no. And, um, you know, that's how I got the name. Wow. Wow. I wonder if we'll get to see that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Battling the Hydras. Maybe there'll be a a uh, phoenix around, too. Oh, no. Maybe a Medusa somewhere. <laughs> Why not? Throw it in. Sure, yeah. Put them all in there. Little Anubis. Please. Well, we already got that. We already got that. You're right. <laughs> That's coming whether we like it or not. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Hydra Island. That's the name. It's official now. There it is. We can all use it. Um... Yeah, this was strange. I guess uh, I kind of thought that uh, this is one of those things that uh, that we guessed, um, and by we again, I mean you, uh, <laughs> a long time ago. Um, what did I guess? I don't remember. It, I think it was. I think it was initially uh, when when they had that scene um, with Dan and Miles where. Uh, where Dan asked him if he was sure he hadn't been to the island before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, whatever, I don't remember what episode that was. It was pretty early. Uh, there, on that podcast, you brought up the idea that he was the baby from the first episode. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought maybe, but I it didn't. Now it seems like it must be true, but... Uh, maybe he's a baby. <laughs> I hope I said that. Uh, I'm going to say that's what you said. Good. Um, Maybe he's the baby. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't say that, I'm going to take that clip and edit it in. Awesome. Right after this is over. 
uh, <laughs> maybe he was the baby. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, we we, we uh, it's clear that they're going there before yeah. he says it, and I'm thinking he's gonna figure it out now. And I guess I I thought it was kind of strange that he had already known for so long. Yeah, I think that's what's interesting is yeah, you're right. How they they sort of they sort of you know the way they play it is that he's not. He doesn't just – this isn't – you know, he doesn't spend time with Chang in this episode for the first time and sort of realize, oh, my God, this is my dad. He, yeah. like, has been kind of avoiding him this whole time because he is his dad. Right. You know? Yeah. It's a different thing. I Hurley yeah. gets to find out, but uh, but for Miles, it's it's something he's already – he's obviously already thought about some. Yeah. And, uh, and I think another thing we should mention is the fact he did think his dad was dead. Um, oh, wait, he is dead. In the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I mean, what I was thinking. I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of when Miles gets to the island the first time. You know, in the future, uh, he's expecting to find his. He's thinking his dad's body would be there, right? Um, or I guess that's the thing I wanted to ask is, you know, he he asked the mom earlier, uh, you know, where's the the body, and she says somewhere you can never go. Obviously, she's talking about the island. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought at that point, oh, okay, well, that's the reason he wants to go to the island is yeah. to find his dad. Then Naomi comes along and says, hey, we'll pay you money to go to this this, this island. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and so, so I guess the question is, does he know this is the same place? Or does I, he only realize this when he goes back into the past and, and sees his dad on the island? That's, I think that's it. I don't think he knows. I, I think he finds out when he goes back to the past. Okay. Based on that conversation with Dan, you know, it sounds to me like he didn't think he had been to the island before. And I don't think he had any reason to think it was an island that, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and, and it seems like he just landed there because of the money. And it yeah. was just, you know, maybe we're supposed to believe it's destiny or something, but I don't think he knew consciously. Uh, and, and so, I, I, yeah, I, I think he just found out. That's, that's my guess. Because that's a great reason to go back to the island is, you know, he wants to go talk to his, you know, dead dead father's body. Oh, yeah. It's a great reason, yeah. Not the reason they're using. No. No, it was the money. It was just, <laughs> just the, money. the money. All right. I think Fine. I think it was, you know, it was like, you know, he went back for his own selfish reasons, but he ends up finding what he's always been looking for. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. I feel like that's the idea. Okay, great. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Do you think he knew? I mean, I don't think the way they presented that he knew. I just, I, 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 you know, I just think it's a great reason for him to want to come back. You know, I mean, before we, we, you know, assumed that he was coming back to use his power for some reason. Right. You know, uh, and that's really, you know, and, I, and I, actually that's kind of why he was going there. You know, Naomi says, you know, you can right. talk to these dead people. We'll help us track uh, Bend down, I guess is who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, so we were kind of right about that—that that he was supposed to use his power, not that he ever kind of did uh, in terms of tracking Bend down. But um, did he? Now I'm getting a sense. Was Miles near? Is he the one who found um, like Carl's grave? Yeah. Carl and Carl and Danielle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's the only reason that they, you know, that some of the people, I think it was him and 
Sawyer. And maybe Claire was still there at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or maybe Claire had disappeared. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's that. That was sort of how they found out that they were dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. But yeah, uh, that's been a thing. And also, he went to he went to go sense Naomi to make mm-hmm. sure that they weren't lying about what happened with her. Ah, uh, yes, Naomi. Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. Uh, speaking of Naomi, next scene. <laughs> uh, you ready to move on? Uh, yeah, but the next scene's not Naomi. Why not? That's what my notes say. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the next the scene with Naomi and Miles in the restaurant, right? Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My fault. My fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back- I- Backseat podcaster. I misread the transcript. I'm sorry. So next scene, uh, Naomi brings Miles to the restaurant uh, for an audition. There's a body in the back. Uh, Naomi gives Miles a wad of money and asks what he can tell her about the dead guy. Uh, We learn that this guy is Felix. Uh, He was on his way to deliver something to Whitmore, a bunch of papers, photos of empty graves, and a purchase order for an old airplane. Naomi tells Miles she's leading an expedition to an island with a man that's hard to find. Uh, The island has a bunch of dead people on it who can supply info on the man's whereabouts. Miles wants to pass, but reconsiders when he hears he'll be paid $1.6 million. And that's the same. All right. So, here we fucking go. Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. uh, they introduced the idea of uh, there being a fake plane crash Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was originally Naomi who 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 first revealed that this was out there, um, basically around this time in season three, and you know here we are two seasons later, and they tell us something about it, and yet it's still ambiguous. It can go either way. It can, go it can way. totally go either way. I when he was saying that, I was like, oh good, this tells us something. And then I thought about it, and I was like, God damn it, I, it's unreadable. Because she doesn't react to it, and I can't tell what we're supposed to think about what, about what he uh, senses. Yeah. You know, I, I can't tell what the reading is. Who is this guy? How does Naomi feel about him? What was his relationship to Widmore? All that stuff is unclear. And since all that stuff's unclear, it's no, it's no help. It's no help. So what do you, what do you think the what, – what's – what are, what's your... Uh... I'm shaking my head. <laughs> As you're asking me to sit up, just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you think happened? What do you think the explanation is for this dead body and those uh, those things that he sensed? Yes. Yes. Okay, good, good. <laughs> D. D. Oh, always a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> was that all of the above? None all of the above, yes. Okay. Our, our uh, answer not listed. Oh, no, no answer not listed. <laughs> um, I always hated that choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, a lot of people hate that choice. Because you have to know the answer to really want to pick I'm that. I'm afraid you do, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's strange. I really, I mean, I guess let's, uh, let's, let's hammer out the details. Okay. So, come up with. so here's, uh, here's my scenario A. Okay. Where, where it's, where Widmore is responsible for the plane. Okay. Break it down. Okay. So here it is. This guy, um, Felix, this guy, Felix, he is actually, he isn't working for Widmore, but rather he's, Involved with somebody else, maybe okay. Ben, maybe some other group, like a certain group we get introduced later. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, but l- let's say he's not involved with Whitmore. He finds out about this stuff. We know, you know, Tom got some evidence along these lines. Yeah. Um. Uh. And you know, uh. So so I mean that could connect him with them or not. Anyway, he he gets his stuff and he's gonna go, he's gonna go to Whitmore and basically blackmail him using okay, using, okay. using this, this evidence. Not necessarily him. Like, he might just be a representative. It isn't necessarily his thing, but that's sort of the point. He's going to tell him that, that he's he has gonna, this. He's going to blackmail Widmore, and, and so to prove his point, he's bringing the evidence. Yeah, he really shouldn't bring the evidence, I guess, but, no. uh, but maybe it's copies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume there are more, more copies. Okay. Uh, so he goes there, and then, you know, Widmore has people kill him. And that's how he ends up here. You know, they say don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> they just say that because you want to shoot the messenger. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming he did. And that's the explanation for the dead body. So that's, so that's scenario A, where it's Widmore who, okay. who, who did the plane. Okay. Now... There's probably a scenario B where it's Ben. Oh, you don't have one? I don't I, I don't quite have one yet. I can't quite make it work. Um, <sighs> uh it would cuz the the part about it I, okay, so here's a possible scenario B where it's Ben. He he finds out that Ben did this and he's bringing it to Widmore to tell him. And somehow he's intercepted by one of Ben's people and killed or something like that. Mhm. So that that's that's a scenario B where it's been. So I mean, yeah, I, I, to me that one works a little bit better, even though there's less details, because I think um, it, it might work to have you know Felix B sort of uh, Felix B Whitmore's guy, and he's coming to give Whitmore this evidence or something, and then Ben's people intercepts him. Takes the kills this guy and takes the evidence, which they can later give to Michael to prove their point that Widmore did it. Um, so to me, that kind of makes sense because uh, we never sort of, you know, the information doesn't seem to ever get to Widmore. Um, I feel like if Widmore did it, then, you know, he he should have all of this stuff unless, you know, this is how he was going to get it. You know, somehow he had Felix or someone else, you know, sort of get all the stuff that. Oh, that would be a scenario C. Like Felix works for him and he was carrying out or somehow overseeing the carrying out of all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's just bringing the, you know, the paperwork and, and he's killed, he's intercepted somehow. So yeah, there's a, there's a C with Woodmore. Because here's the thing, if if Naomi's working for Widmore, 
Right? Right. You can say that. That's probably not lying. true. Uh, if she's working for Widmore, then I feel like she should sort of know what's up with this guy, Felix, right? Like, she should sort of know. Because here's the thing. Here, here's two yeah. things. I mean, there's a lot of sort of weirdness with this scene. But here's two things that are weird because, you know, she's sort of testing Miles to see what he knows. Right. So one scenario should be could be that um, she knows how this guy died and what he was doing. So she wants Miles to tell her exactly that to verify, you know, the information. And that that way she can say, okay, he does have this power because I know what he was up to and I know how he died. Right. Uh, so that's one way to handle it. The other way to handle it is kind of the way it comes off in the scene, which is she doesn't know how he died or what he was doing. Um, and the test is if he can and the, and actually... Really the test, the test is whether or not she believes him, I guess. Yeah, and whether whatever he says is is in any way plausible with what she doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it it kind of seems like she didn't know what Felix was delivering to Widmore. Um, you know, and I and I'm actually really surprised how specific uh, Miles was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't mention how he died, right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, no. Which is like the biggest thing he always notices when he talks <laughs> to dead people is like that's the first thing is how they died and who they were thinking about. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, so and that was the thing, you know, he didn't sort of sense that you know Naomi killed this guy or mm-hmm. you know anything like that, um, which no. I thought was strange. Right. So I said a lot of stuff. What's my point? Um. My point is, I'm thinking, I'm going to say Naomi didn't didn't really know Felix and didn't know what he was doing. And okay. that means that Felix is probably working, but that, that should mean he's working for Ben or someone else. Why would he be going to Widmore? I don't know. I don't know. I gotta think about that more. This this thing was weird. It was, yeah. There was nothing uh, there was no ground there was no place to be grounded, you know. Yeah. It told us, you know, it 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 pushed us towards stuff that we've are we already know are a thing. Um, but it didn't really it didn't really clarify at all. Uh because because it didn't it gave enough detail to wonder, but not enough to really get to any kind of a resolution mm-hmm. about what actually happened and what it means. So, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I still think Widmore is responsible. I don't know. I find it hard to care anymore because <laughs> it, we're sort of beyond that now. The Oceanic Six are back on the island and uh, it's it, they're, you know, they're not doing the lie anymore. It just doesn't seem like it's... I, I just don't really care at this point. Um, yeah. I, I'm i leaning towards... I'm leaning towards that that uh, that Ben's guys killed Felix and that Widmore was trying to get evidence against Ben or whatever. Because I, I kind of think Ben did it. Right. Um, and um, in that, you know, Ben's guys basically killed Felix and got the evidence which is the same, you know, that they used on Michael. 
But, um, yeah. Because I, I feel like um, whoever did it shouldn't be the one who wants the invoices in the pictures, right? I, oh, I, could, I that be, like, could that be the explanation for how they got the evidence? Could this guy be... Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, you know, obviously Naomi... It seems like Naomi never gets it and Whitmore never gets it. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't seem like the guy has it on him anymore. Okay. And I, it makes sense to me that whoever killed him killed him to take the stuff. Okay. So well, but in that case, then it should it. be Whitmore who did it. Because it would mean the evidence wasn't faked. Huh? Whitmore... Th- that means Whitmore... Crash? Yeah, because because... That would mean the evidence isn't fake. No, I'm thinking... What do you mean? The, the evidence isn't fake? Yeah. Why would it, the evidence be fake? Well, that's what you were saying originally, because the evidence says that Widmore was responsible, you know, sort of has his name on this purchase order for, you know, for this um, for this plane. So, So if Ben did it, then that's faked. Yes. Right? I guess. I forgot Whitmore had his name on the thing. Yeah. Um, that was I mean, that was one of the things they showed to Michael. Mhm. You know, and the pictures like it sort of matches with this and it makes it seem like that's where they got it. And if they did you know, if that's really what happened then it seems like it's real and then it would be Whitmore. Um maybe they just got the documents and then put Whitmore's name on it or something. I mean I don't know. When they showed Michael. I mean, would it really? If Ben did it, would it really say like? I mean, what what would he put down for company when he is going to purchase this thing? You know, if Ben if Ben did it, you know, maybe he just puts out Woodmore Corporation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe he puts down you know something else. Um, yeah, I to me it just makes sense plot wise for whomever to kill this guy to be the guys who took the documents. We saw Ben and and uh and Tom with those documents more recently. Um so I would say um That's the thing though, if the documents are okay, so you're okay, that would be the alternative. So if the documents are real, but uh Ben used Widmore's name and so then so that would be a scenario D where where uh, this guy works for Widmore, he gets these documents, he finds out somehow that someone is doing all this stuff on on behalf of, you know, Widmore's corporation, and so he gets a hold of these these documents and he's going to bring them to Widmore, and then, then he's intercepted. Yeah. That, I guess that would be the idea. And then they use these documents that are real <laughs> uh, as evidence against Widmore. It would work. Um, that would work. Yeah, there's some other room for. Other it's pretty weird. But it would work. Uh, yeah, something like that. Cause, well, cause it shouldn't be it shouldn't be Ben's guy. Unless you operate under the, uh, you know, he's he's trying to you know, make some money or something, or he's trying to, he's defecting against Ben for whatever reason, or, 
Ah. Or he's a mole or something. Yeah, so okay. And, um, there's, there's that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, okay. The lame stuff. The lame stuff, right, right. Um. Okay, well... So so we've resolved it then. It's one of those four options or, or something <laughs> yes. else, none of the above. Yes. It's A, B, C, or D, or E, something else. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I can't necessarily think of every possible scenario, but those are just, uh, those are just the ones that, you know, come to me. Um, and it's, from what we've seen here, uh, it definitely seems like it can it can go either way. Still, um, I think it's with more, you know, deep down. But you know, hey, and uh, can I throw out another? Uh, you know, the, just because Felix thought he was going to meet Widmore doesn't mean he was really going to meet Widmore. Oh God! So I'll, I'll <laughs> throw that in the pot too. Oh no! Uh, you know. Oh no! We don't really know the circumstances <clears throat> there, so. Yeah, we get a flashback where Ben's like, hello, I'm Charles Winmore. <laughs> <laughs> he would totally do that. Yeah. Ben's... That's, that's, that's so Ben. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, there's plenty of ways. There's plenty of ways where it can be Ben. I just, you know, I'm sticking to my guns until it's disproven. All right. <clears throat> So next scene. Oh, I wanted to say oh. something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you want to talk about the $1.6 million? Ye- no, actually. What I wanted to talk about was the idea that um, the idea that they're, they're getting Miles so that he can go talk to the people that died in the purge, I guess, and they're going to tell him where Ben is somehow. Like, I found that kind of flimsy. Well, I didn't think she was saying the purge in particular. Um, I just assumed that there was, you know, there's a lot of dead people on the island. I didn't, I didn't really think she meant the purge in particular. She says this man is the one responsible for their being deceased. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, who could she be talking about besides? I just thought any anyone who's dead on the island that Ben may have killed over the years. I don't know, but the, I mean, the purge definitely makes sense. I just yeah. didn't think I just didn't think that cuz I just I don't think that I don't think Ben has done any sort of mass killing since then that they would know about. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, I mean, I think the reason she knows about the purge is, you know, Widmore was there. Uh-huh. But after Widmore gets banished, you know, and I I just don't I I don't think Ben really there wasn't really anybody else on the island. During during that period There's of time, plenty of dead people. I'm sure, uh, like uh, you know, <laughs> plenty plenty of dead people around. The the only other dead people that I can think of would be uh, you know the French, the rest of Danielle's people. They're dead. They're they're dead. They weren't killed by Ben. Yeah. Um. Well, here's the thing. I mean, the reason I didn't assume she meant the purge, which I think is probably what she means now. But the reason I, I didn't assume that was because, and maybe that's what you mean by flimsy. Is I, I don't I didn't think they could that they could say anything about where Ben is. You know, they're they're dead Dharma folk who died like 20 years before or whatever. Like, well, how are they gonna help where Ben is? You know, I kind of thought she meant someone like um, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, 
Well, like Goodwin, maybe, <laughs> or uh, like uh, I, I don't know. I just got the sense that that there are plenty of dead people on the island over the years, died by various ways, and that they just hope that Miles would be able to talk to these people and they would lead him to to Ben. But um, but it, but yeah, if she's talking about the purge, then uh, you know he can go to that big grave and have a whole field day of emotions and sensing. Yeah. Sensing dead people's thoughts. Yeah. Which uh, Hurley knows where that is, so maybe he'll tell Miles. That's true. It hasn't happened yet. Well, once it happens, maybe he'll tell him. Oh, yeah. I guess uh, they can't really go there. Yeah. That would be weird. Don't go there. Here's where the bodies are going to be. Oh, God. Let's not have that scene. (laughs) Yeah, that won't really help. Hurley will be like... I'll dig a hole. Why, Hurley? Because this way they can just have a place to put the bodies once the purge happens. Oh, oh Hurley. No. Thanks, Hurley. You're so helpfully <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely the latter. Yeah. Uh, I agree that other people would be more plausible to actually help find Ben, but I just don't think they know about anybody else. Yeah, I don't think they know about anybody else either. But and, I, and they're sort of saying, like, specifically, he's the one responsible um, for all these. And if they're just assuming he's been killing people in the interim, I mean, maybe that's a safe assumption. But I don't think it, it actually is true. And uh, so, um, uh, I don't know. It just It just... It just seems strange if she's really just assuming there are going to be all these dead bodies that Ben killed to to help find him. What'd you say? It just seems strange that she's assuming there's going to be all these dead bodies that Ben killed to help find him. Mm-hmm. But that's what she's assuming. Well, that's the thing. I don't think she is. Like, that's why I think he's, she's talking about the purge. But isn't, isn't that the same thing, though, that dead bodies who can help them find Ben? Oh, well, that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. whatever the dead bodies are, she's assuming that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying um, the the assumption was that there would be these dead bodies. Not not that they – yeah. She She's also assuming they'll be able to help him, but that's either way. I was mm-hmm. just saying – um, more recent she ones. Doesn't... You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, ones who would actually like be dead recently enough to actually help find him. Mm-hmm. I guess she's assuming he just sort of kills people. I don't know. That's the I idea. Mean, they but seem I... to know something about him and about I, you know, I don't know what they, you know, I don't know what they know. But uh, but no, I think I think. He does seem to be talking about the purge. Um, that that seems more likely than than just random people who are dead. Um, I thought you might want to bring up the one point six million dollars thing because I remember you making a deal of it when he demanded that amount from Ben a while ago. Well, it was actually uh, it was actually three point two million, and so I was yeah, going to bring oh, it up. That's right. That's right. I was going to bring it up later, but this is basically the origin of that. Yeah. Um, the, you know, he was offered half that to go on the boat, mm-hmm. and 
So if he was going to defect, he wanted double, and that's it. I mean, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they bothered to explain. Uh, yeah, it wasn't any. It just that was the number that they came up with. That's how much Whitmore was going to pay him. One point yeah, six. One point six. That's it. There's there's no doesn't seem to be yeah. any particular reason for that. No, it's a number. It is 15. a number. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it is a number. Yeah. Oops. You know, there, and there's a lot of numbers in this thing. Three sixteen was in this episode. Um, oh yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, um, which is like, why is that? I mean, that's why they should have made it flight four, four sixteen, so that we can have four and sixteen. Because three is not a number. No, it's not. And having the microwave be three sixteen ties it to the plane, the yeah. second plane that they were on, which really means not that much. Yeah. So it's like, why, why have that say three sixteen? I don't get it. Mhm. Yeah, you're right. It's weird and pointless. I have no idea why they did that. <laughs> She's like, they got it wrong. They're like, oh, yeah. God, we shot this an hour early. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying, like, 316 is, like, a new number. Yeah. They can't, they can't, like, don't try to make that, like, <laughs> add it to the old canon of numbers. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> that won't do. Yeah, it's weird that they, they could have made it, they could have made it 416. Mm-hmm. Or, or have, you know, the bearings through the, 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 that you're supposed to go into the barrier was what, 325? Or some other number? Oh, God. I remember. Yeah, oh, God. But, uh, but I mean, they could have had to be that number for the flight, and then that number for the microwave. Yeah. That ties into the barrier, but now they got this 316 thing, so. Yeah. Good luck, guys. How old Good was luck. it? 325? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. It was 325, but I remember there was a discrepancy at one yeah, point. Yeah, Ben says something else. Yeah. Oh, the paper, the paper changes, and Ben says something else. Yeah, it was something weird. It was really weird. That was, oh, gosh. <laughs> Season four controversy. Um... I did like Miles' line of, uh, as much as hunting down a mass murderer sounds really safe, <laughs> I'm going to pass. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. So, next thing? But he's got his prize. He does have his prize. He'll hunt down a mass murderer for $1.6 million. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> I agree. Okay. So, next scene, we're back at the Orchid. Miles tells Hurley he doesn't want to talk about his dad. He says that the third day he was there, uh, I guess back in 74, uh, he saw his mom get in line behind him at the uh, the cafeteria. Um, Miles doesn't think he should bother trying to save any of the Dharma guys since they'll die no matter what he does. Chang then comes out and wants Miles to take him to Rudinsky at the work site. Miles asks about the body. What body? Says Chang. And that's the scene. Uh-oh. What Uh-oh, body? What? what body? We ate it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what happened to the body? Will we ever find out? What did they do with the body? Buried it. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess we should talk about that. I didn't think it was a mystery because I don't care. But um, <laughs> ouch! But maybe, 
Maybe I didn't either. I was pretty about. much I was pretty much kidding because I it's hard to care. Yeah, I didn't think it mattered, but maybe it does. Maybe we should think about what they did with the body. I, I mean, they took it to the work site, right? I mean, no, no, no. They took it to the orchid. Yeah. Um, did they Did they have it go turn the donkey wheel? Um, I mean, maybe they. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they did. Put it down the well. The orchid didn't look finished to you, did it? They were still building it, right? Oh, it was so not finished. Yeah, so that's weird to me that they're they got two stations they're building simultaneously. Yeah, uh, I guess they have enough manpower for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else? What did they do with the body? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to think. But if they buried it way, would be one answer. Is there any way that, you know, they put it in the uh, the machine in the orchid and send it back to the past or something? Or yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking or... with the, the donkey wheel, that somehow they just got him out of there. Um, I, yeah. like, I, I don't know if that guy, you know, if he if he knew anybody else on the island or... I mean, presumably he did know other people, but are they going to be able to just make him disappear and, you know... Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm sure he has a Dharma family, right? Yeah, that's a Dharma friend. Dharma friend. Yeah, I mean, even the guys who were working with him presumably Mm -hmm. would care that he's dead. Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It seems weird. It seems like it wouldn't be that easy to just cover it up. Yeah, Um, maybe maybe they'll maybe maybe they have a plan and. You know, they'll figure out who would care or whatever, that, or who would notice that he's missing, and they'll come up with something. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, he got on the sub, and he went back because he didn't like it here anymore or something. Or They could almost pull that off if, you know, if he doesn't have any, like, family on the island. So. Right. Yeah. Which is possible. Yeah. If they want to do that. I really don't think it matters. But, yeah. uh... It doesn't matter at all. But they did. I mean, they did have them take the body over here. It's it's a, it's a contrivance, though. That's part of why I don't care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <clears throat> it really just gets Miles and Hurley in the places they need to be. There was so much driving in this episode. We've never driven so much on the island. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it really saves all the walking. I remember when we first saw the um, the Dharma van. You mm-hmm. know, it had the Dharma beer in it. And we were like, "What? Like they're really just driving around the island in these in in a van?" But I guess they are because they have to get to point A and point B in different places really fast. And yeah, they're they're not gonna walk. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, they just drive. Yeah, they drive. What what do you do? Well, <laughs> I w- I would drive too. Well then, yeah, we're driving. <laughs> That's what that it just didn't went. seem plausible because no one else was no one was driving. Yeah. And there were no roads, but all of a sudden there's roads now. Yeah, yeah, they got roads. Yeah, they do. I guess they grew over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's plausible. Like, mm-hmm. like plants grow. Who's going <laughs> to believe that? <laughs> I believe it. You believe plants grow? Yeah, I do. Liberal. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, you have your optimism... <laughs> I guess it is optimism. What, you, what, what do you think? All they need is sunshine and water, and they'll just mm-hmm. grow. 
Wow. Wow, what world are you living in? <laughs> the fantasy world. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that that was just my blind optimism. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a plant grow, or you just assume that they grow because that's what they taught you in school? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, you're right. I Yeah, I'm talking to I'm going to take education down with me. <laughs> I have never seen a plant grow, I have to admit. All right. That's all I want to say. Okay. All you people out there who are like, plants grow, plants grow, mm-hmm. have you actually seen it grow is what I want to know. <laughs> people are like, yes. <laughs> Ouch. Um, <laughs> called science. Um, so, next scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, do, 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 do. Next scene, we're on the other side of the island. Roger enters to clean up a classroom, only to find Jack there, who's kind of cleaning it up to help out. He tells Jack he can leave, but before he does, Roger asks if Jack knows Kate. Roger tells Jack that Kate has a weird thing about his kid, that she gave uh, been blood and came uh, came to him when uh, came to him recently and said that Ben's going to be okay. Uh, Roger starting to suspect Kate and uh, wants to report her to Horace or Horace as he pronounces it. Uh, Jack tells Roger that he's drunk, uh, thinking crazy thoughts, and that he doesn't know Kate, uh, that he does know Kate, and Kate wouldn't do anything to hurt Ben, uh, at least not little Ben. Mhm. <clears throat> he should have thrown that in. Yeah. <laughs> and then Roger would be like, what'd you say? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Sorry. I'm saying, when your son is in his 40s, he's kind of an ass. <laughs> I'm not out of place by saying that. He locked me in a cage, all right? All I had to eat was sandwiches. It was horrible. <laughs> Some of them didn't even have toothpicks. And then some of them did, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> wow. That was a really hard time for Jack. Right? <laughs> so much sandwich confusion. So much sandwich craziness. <laughs> First you, you know put in the to toothpick, do. and then there is no toothpick. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to think about this? <laughs> What else could he think about that? <laughs> I think that's what drove Jack crazy. That's why he heard his dad on the intercom. He didn't know what to do. he didn't know whether his next sandwich was gonna have a toothpick or not. Mm-hmm. And when you're in that kind of you know, you know, uh, altered state, you know, yeah, you'll, it's not fun. You'll do anything. You will do anything, like perform surgery on Ben. That's right. Uh, so nothing much here. It's nice to see the Dharma classroom again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised they built that set for this scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> does seem like a waste. Yeah, but, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe they filmed some other crap there with, I don't know, something else. Maybe yeah. some Ben and Annie scenes, maybe. Uh-oh, uh-huh. uh-oh. Where's Annie? Where's Annie? Here's the classroom. <laughs> Um, oh, Annie, you really made an impression. 
Or did she? Or did she? Or did she? Yeah. Uh, did you notice the stuff that was on the chalkboard? Uh, I saw Jackie racing stuff. I didn't really catch anything of, of note. Was there anything interesting there? It was like Egyptian stuff. Oh, God. Like Egyptian history or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to love that, FYI. Are we? <laughs> I think it's so. A, so I was sort of the blast door map and get the, the chalkboard. Chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's hard to care at this point because I don't think it matters, but they definitely threw that in. Yeah, I see it now. There's all this just, like, crap on there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's it. Something about the something of God in 26 B.C., 2600 B.C. Mm-hmm. Did Jack even read it? Maybe it's important, Jack. I don't know. Nah, Jack didn't give a shit. Jack doesn't care. I'm doing my job. I'm erasing chalkboards because mm-hmm. the teacher's too lazy to do this. Yeah, that is bad etiquette. That is totally bad. You're not supposed to leave a chalkboard unerased. Come on, come on. Everybody hates that. we got to work I together. Would... Yeah, I agree. Unless you have janitors whose job it is to clean it up. Yeah. The only defense I can offer is that maybe there's only one teacher, in which case they they can erase their own thing and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine there being that much of a school system. Yeah. It was it was probably supposed to be a mixed age classroom. Yeah, you know, trying trying the whole charter school thing on the island, you know. <laughs> Alternative education, see if uh-huh. it works. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I made it topical. You did. You really did. <laughs> uh, you brought it into all, all of our all of our homes. Something we can all identify with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always think, you know, there's that crazy island over there. Nothing, nothing in my life is like that. And then, and then you come along. And then I come along and I ruin it all. And you ruin it all. You remind us <laughs> how much our lives are just like lost. Just like Lost. Wow. Thank you. You know, I meant to mention earlier when Roger was uh, drinking beer on the swing, I'm thinking, that's how you swing like an adult. Mm -hmm. You get drunk and you go swinging. (laughs) So even adults can enjoy the swing set, you know? It's not something Mm -hmm. just for kids. It's like, hey, just have a beer and go swing. There you go. I'll bet you'll have some fun. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's it's a lot like swing for kids. You just, you just drink. <laughs> you drink because you're an adult. A lot of things seem to be like that. You just you do something you would do as a kid, but you're drunk. But now you can drink. Yeah, that's really the difference between being a child and an adult is you're doing the same stuff, but now you can drink. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just more fun that way. Yeah, hey. Because you get the pure enjoyment, and you're drunk. And you're drunk. Which means you enjoy it two and a half times more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the uh the ratio from for uh 
enjoyment from sober to drunk. It's, it's two and a half times. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the pie of alcohol. It's it's the pie alcohol. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just came up with that. Could you tell? I yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. It doesn't diminish it, but I could tell. Uh, didn't spend a lot of time on that one. Mm-hmm. Like half a second. <laughs> well spent though. Well spent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so next scene, right? Uh, is there anything else I want to say about this? Roger, Jack. Can I say I I love how Roger was like, get out of here, Jack, and he kicked the bucket, Mm -hmm. the mop bucket, and he kicked it just perfectly enough to, like, hit the door and crack the door a little bit. That Mm -hmm. was it was so eloquent, and so it said a lot, you know. It was like, not only do I want you to get out of here, I'm going to show my frustration by kicking your bucket, right? Yeah. And then the bucket's going to show you the way out. How about that? How about that? Don't say that. (laughs) The bucket will show you the door, my friend. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, you're right. Follow the bucket and get out. It was good. (laughs) You're making rehearse that. I don't know. It was was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm through with you and your bucket, sir. So in the next scene, mm-hmm. we're back in the van. We cut to outside, the bucket and Jack are yeah, walking sadly towards their next <laughs> next place to clean. I'm I'm really amazed at what a what a non-entity Jack is these days. Mm-hmm. He's really just like hanging out. Yeah, it's really it's really well, weird. You know, I think that's gonna change very soon. Uh, and even in, in this episode, it, I mean, I think we see Jack getting a little, I mean, he got a little involved here. You yeah. Know, um, he goes to tell Sawyer sort of right. about this event. He gets a little more involved. I think uh, my own personal prediction is that uh, Sawyer's going to need Jack's help very soon here. I, I, and I, I honestly thought it was going to happen in this episode. But I think, uh, so, you know, things are about to spiral out of control, and Sawyer, Sawyer's just going to need help. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he can obviously count on Juliet. Uh, Kate's up in the air about how much she can do. And, uh, you know, well, Kate. Um, yeah. But I, I do think he's going to need help uh, pretty soon here doing stuff. So I, I think he's going to he's going to turn to Jack for help pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think Jack will be left to non-entity uh, pretty soon. But yeah, it is weird to see him just like. I'm just going to do the rounds, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to clean up, and I'm just going to take my bucket and go mop somewhere. Go race this here chalkboard. <laughs> I think he's going to go write a country song. Afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drum this guitar. Mm-hmm. Sing the blues. I left my mop in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I left my bucket in Tennessee. <laughs> now but they'll got, never be together. But I got but I got a pickup truck and I don't know, something. And and my dog. Yeah. And I'm going to Tennessee. It rhymes with Tennessee. Yeah. And something else about Tennessee. 
What's more, what's more country, Tennessee or Kentucky? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I really think it is. <laughs> I agree, but not before you said that. <laughs> you know what? I've been waiting for something to talk, to ask the the point the pertinent question. <laughs> which is more country? We're still on a real topic here, folks. Yeah, I, I'm being pulled in both directions. Um, Because Tennessee has Nashville, right? Yeah. That's pretty country. It is really country. But I think, I, I guess I, I think of Kentucky, the state, as being more country on the whole. But Tennessee has sort of country pockets. Mm-hmm. You know? And I guess it's all pretty country, but I feel like, Wes, I want to I wanna give the, I want to give it to Kentucky. You want to give it to Kentucky? Yeah. All right. Kentucky, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, we answered that question. Are you not going to vote? Oh, I I don't really know, which is why I was asking. I think. Oh, okay. I, I kind of want to give it to Tennessee, but but Kentucky's got merit. So I, 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 I think it's a toss-up. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a toss-up. I, I, I can't vote either way. All right. Um, I thought it was so funny when you were like, Kentucky is more uh, more country. I was hoping you would say in a narrower way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have. <laughs> more country in a narrower sense. Yeah, that's been perfect. <laughs> Because I think it might be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to legitimately answer rather than quote a line. Oh, as appropriate as it would have been. Uh, <laughs> it's always good to say that. It is. In a narrow way. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing? What were we talking about? Were we done with this thing? I think so. Do you want to say anything else about Jack and Raj? <laughs> J-Raj? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> I think we're good on, on these guys. Rojack. Rojack. <laughs> Yikes. Jack Row. <clears throat> uh, so next scene, we're back in the van um, with Hurley, Chang, and Miles. Never thought we'd... <laughs> Get those three together, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hurley asks Chang uh, what he does at the Orchid. Chang says it's classified. Hurley brings up the fact that Chang's kids uh, and Miles have the same name. Chang says he likes country. The wife likes jazz. Um, Hurley asks uh, or suggests that they all go out for some Dharma beer at some point. Uh, Chang then tells Miles to stop the van. Then he opens a fence made of jungle, and then they get through the entrance of the uh, to the work site. Mm-hmm. Should I continue? They arrive yeah. at the work site uh, with a bunch of workers, sort of in dark blue uniforms. Um, Chang tells them they don't have to wait. He'll get a ride back from Brzezinski. Um, Harley asks what's going on there. Miles doesn't care. 
when they watch us and workers imprint the hatch with the numbers. And by the numbers, I mean the numbers. Uh, the the numbers, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, Hurley then says uh, the last number when the guy couldn't see it because it was smudged and then tells Miles they're building the hatch that crashed the plane. Whoa. And now we further the misnomer of hatch with this scene. <laughs> Because not only, not only, cause not only is the guy called the hatch, the lid to the hatch, <laughs> but then Hurley says, you know, the hatch that crashed our plane, which who knew a door could crash a plane, right? <laughs> wow. That's a lot to say. Um, In a narrower way. Uh... He does say the hatch lid. Yeah, he said the hatch lid. So now, I mean, it's, could, it's really... could, could we think of that that structure as a hatch, and and that's the lid on it? Does that work? No. Okay. Well, I tried. Yeah. I mean, hatch lid. I you know. Yeah. Like, it seems like it would be weird to say station lid. Yeah, that's why you would just say the hatch. Or the, uh-huh. you know... You know what I mean? You just call it what it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that's the thing. I don't... I really don't think station lid... I mean, sorry. <laughs> hatch lid um, uh-huh, is really, uh-huh. really bad. Um, no, it isn't. But only isn't. because they're reading hatch in terms of station. So... So hatch can mean opening. Yeah. So the, Are you looking so, up the definition so the, of Yeah, I had to because I wasn't sure. So hatch can just mean it could hatch can just refer to the opening in the top of the thing, and then so then the, it would make sense to talk about a hatch lid. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> The the problem is hatch can also refer to the covering for such an opening. Yeah. So so you could say the hatch hatch. Oh, it's the hatch hatch. Yeah. Okay, that's better. I agree. So yeah, that's uh that's weird. I didn't think about that, of course. Uh I'm gonna try to cut down on saying that. You can just assume I didn't think about it from now on. Um, Thanks. Uh, you and everyone else. So earlier in this scene, we find out the origin for Miles's name. Uh, he's apparently uh, named after Miles Davis. Is that what we're supposed to think? I think so. All right. I think so. His mom, presumably, um, came up with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, they don't they don't spell it out specifically, but I assume from the fact that Hurley said that after they talked about it, um, and he said my wife is, I assume that was tacit agreement that that's why uh, they named his kid that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess. Why not? Uh, uh, and I guess also he's explaining why he was listening to that country song at the beginning of the season. Oh, great. Um, Thanks for tying that in, guys. 
What? I said thanks for tying that together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. The show is awesome. Great. <laughs> now we know why he was listening to it, because he likes country. Well, why, other, why else would he be listening to it? Because <laughs> he doesn't like country. <sighs> groan. Um, what? I said groan. Oh, groan. So, let's see. What else do we have? Um, do you think do you think they're actually gonna get together and have a beer at some point? Do you think that's actually gonna happen? I don't know if they'll have a beer, but let's just say there's I, I, I think I think they're gonna talk. Okay. Do you think Miles is ever gonna tell him who he is? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um I I mean ugh. I could see them not going that way, but um, I mean, I definitely think though Miles will get some resolution. He's going to talk to him and get some resolution. Um, I think it, you know, to opening up a can of worms for uh, for Chang to be told that that's his son that's just been born. Yeah. Uh, back from the future. Um, but if anyone can handle it, I think Chang could. Right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, they might even might even bode well for them later if you know shit hits the fan and maybe Chang can step in and protect them because he knows that Miles is his son and blah 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 and you know mm-hmm. might work out in their favor at some point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. So here we find out why the numbers were on the hatch lid. Uh. Well. Okay, we we find out how the numbers got on the hatch lid. We don't know why they're there in terms of those numbers, right? Well, they're the serial number, although I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Well, yeah, I mean, they just put that number on there, but did, I mean, did they put that number on any other stations? I mean, uh, a number in any other stations? You know, it's... It's still weird. Why do they need to put a number on there at all? I don't, that's, that's the thing. Why on the on the lid to this thing that's supposed to be buried and not really seen, right? Like, uh, why why would you put that on there? And you know, I don't know. We don't yeah. really know why. It we kinda, saw them doing it, but yeah, it kind of seems like it kind of seems like they just have to do that because we've already seen that it's on there. And here's the thing: it wasn't. The numbers were, you know, four eight one five one six. You know, right. it was four eight fifteen sixteen. Yeah. So that's another thing too. Um, is yeah. it's a group of numbers and not just uh just you know sort of a string of, of digits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, and it's pretty weird because they end up using that as the code for the computer. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought that was weird, and I I especially do now. Uh. Because I just I have no idea why if those numbers are important in any way I have no idea why they would just you know hammer them into the outside it doesn't really make any sense to me I, I was it I I I meant why in a, in a narrow sense <laughs> thank you <laughs> you know the people building it just just hammered it in the side they were told to like that's yeah you know that that's all I meant you know it's it, it isn't a big grand why yeah. It's it's the smaller why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see how they got there, you know. Did you think the guy who was calling out the numbers looked really weird? 
yeah, he had a strange he had a strange hair thing going on. Yeah. His yeah. hair was very curly and kinda big. It was it was Yeah, he had like curly two curls. Yeah. And 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 his face. I mean, he just he just looked. He stood out, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's Hurley. You know, when, when we sort of see this guy from sort of Hurley's POV, like I'm thinking, oh crap, what's going on? This this guy's reading the numbers. Oh man, you know, like this is some crazy guy because he looks kind of weird. Yeah. And then no, it wasn't anything weird about him. He just read the numbers. Yeah, I think I think he was just some guy in the crew who yeah. who looks kind of odd. Yeah, I don't. There's think... always one, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I thought I thought Rosinski was enough, but ooh, uh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I hope the kids are in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cover up those right. little ears. Sorry, folks. Let that one loose. Uh, <laughs> forgot the kitties might be around. <laughs> oh, we really should. We really should put a warning on this one. <laughs> that's uh that's definitely not suitable. No. Um Speaking of Rosinski, can I mention that you know, why is he a badass all of a sudden? Who Rosinski? Like, yeah. Oh, he'll kick he's your all, ass. He's all man in control now. You better watch out. He wasn't like that before. Don't cross him. Don't yeah, cross him. He'll put a bullet in your head. <laughs> I don't know. Rizinski's all over the place. He is. I really, honestly, I wish he wasn't around. I think they're 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 ruining the image of Rizinski. Yeah. I love the idea of of him being this you know this crazy guy in the hatch. Uh, the yeah. Hatch, I went and said hatch in the Swan Station. Uh, you know, uh, and it's cool that that you know when they showed us that he was like around, but I I don't like him being this around. You know, like. Yeah. He's just involved in everything. Like first he's at the flame doing stuff and he's building he's designing the spawn. Mm-hmm. Now he's like he's at the work site and he's over here and he's over there. Yeah, I'm conf- like, like wasn't he making that model like two yeah. days ago? Like it just seems like uh it seems like the, if they're building they should be past the model stage. Yeah. Well, I guess they're just they're really just excavating now, you know, maybe they I mean, I agree. I think he should be maybe a little further along in the design, but um, yeah, maybe they already have the blueprint and he's just making the model, you know, uh, just for fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got nothing else to do until Saeed shows up, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, first it was just he was just obsessed with him being a spy, and he went on and mm-hmm. on about that, and and. And now he's changing to, you know, badass foreman. Mode. Yeah, it's so weird. Or he's just, he's, you know, don't cross him. and <laughs> <laughs> do, do what I tell you to do. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't, I, I agree. The, the Radzinski I pictured is not this guy. No. It's hard for me to believe that that's who he becomes. Yeah, yeah. It just... And it's just like, you know, they're just showing us, I think, too much of him. Like, Yeah, they take away know, the mystery. Yeah, it definitely takes away of what was interesting about him. Because this guy's not that interesting. No, he's not you at know, all. You know, this is not that interesting. He's just like, whatever guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's somebody, but he's uh, irritating somebody. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think Phil's more interesting. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's that's you know, it really shouldn't Phil should not be more interesting. He's had you know less screen time and like less you know time on the show you know as a character. Yeah, and he's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil has has some of the qualities that that I would like Krasinski to have, but uh, mm-hmm. he. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah, you're right. I I don't know. Maybe it's partially the actor. Yeah, that's always uh, someone to blame. Um, but I also think the role just isn't that great. It's it it kind of seems like they were just winking at the audience, but now they've made a thing out of him. Now he's just you know all involved. Yeah, in stuff. I mean it seems like ooh they like Rosinski. Let's give him some Rosinski. Yeah, it's just like too much guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that doesn't necessarily make it better. Yeah. You know, um, it would be okay to give us less. Sometimes less is more. Yeah, just made that up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overuse that joke until everyone is sick of it. All right. Good. Thank you, Mr. Show. It's a great show. <laughs> it really doesn't get old that fast. Um, uh. Yeah. No. It's. <laughs> One of my favorites. And, you know, the audience doesn't really laugh at it. I, I don't think they really it really, they really got it. No. It's too bad. It's too bad. But on video, we can all appreciate it. On video, everything is better. <laughs> I didn't say that, but okay. <laughs> well, David Lynch thinks that, so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ugh. <laughs> um, all right, we're boring the audience with our insider information. <laughs> yeah. Inside really. jokes. It's true. Uh so next scene Yeah, so it crashed the the hatch crashed our plane. I, I Okay, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised that they went out on that note. Not surprised. Sorry, what's the word? Saddened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Backed into that one. Uh yeah. yeah uh uh, <laughs> Simpsons. Yes. Oh man. I, I really, I mean, I didn't mean to. I really w- thought I was surprised, but realized I wasn't. Um, uh, I wasn't sure what he was going to say about the hatch, and I yeah. a lot of things went through my head that he could say about it. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then he went with that, and I was like, oh, of course, that sort of. That's, that's probably a, that's the, a big one. That's probably the biggest thing he can say about it in a short amount of time that sort of makes sense with the show overall and, you know. Yeah. It, it, I Yeah. I thought he was going to say, you know, that's the money I won the lottery with, dude. Uh, and, you know, and it, and it, you know, and it brought me bad luck and blah blah blah. And it, yeah, but that's the thing. He would have had to say a couple more things to be <laughs> sort of have the same sort of impact as, you know, the, the hash that crashed our plane. Yeah. So it was definitely better in terms of brevity. Yeah, right. And uh, uh, brevity is the soul of wit. I just made that up. Oh, nice, nice. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it just came to me. I don't know. You know, we should go into the to the uh, phrase business. <laughs> You're uh, right. I think we should just... Try to make money come up with phrases because we're pretty good at it. We really are. What? Why do we do this podcast for? When we could be making phrases. We could be making phrases. <laughs> I don't really know how you make money on phrases, but mm-hmm. we need to find a way because we have so many of them. 
Well, there's a will, there's a way. Hey, I did it again. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um, necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, God, we're on a roll here. <laughs> wow, wow. <sighs> God. Well, I think we'll manage because if we work together, I think two heads are better than one. So. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, you're right. Because there is no I in team. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, so next scene. Yeah. I mean, anyway, with this scene, you know, they're just, they're using hats in terms of station, like they always do. They yeah. Apparently won't get over that, so. No, I'm just going to live with it and move on. Yeah. Ugh. It's the best I can do at this point. So now, and, and actually, oh. like, I don't mind it as much when they call it that. Um, it's, it's when other characters who weren't involved in the finding of the hatch that yeah, that's it bothers me more. If Hurley says it, I can I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I, I, if I were them, I would have amended it once I realized what it really was. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they couldn't have just said, just start to say station when they mean hatch. You know, or, or say station when they mean station. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> instead, of using, uh, instead of using hatch. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a thing now, though. It's like Hatch with a capital H. Yeah. So you can't... It's like the island. Which is, which is Lane with a capital L. Oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> I do, but please explain it. <laughs> no, I just wanted to point it out. I don't oh, want to okay. explain it. All right. <laughs> but you might want right. to explain it. Well, let's go to the next scene. Okay. I'll explain that. All right. Next scene, uh, Miles grabs a bite to eat. Uh, apparently, it's a fish taco. Uh, he's abducted yeah. by some guy. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Uh, Those two <laughs> words just don't go together. Fish taco? It yeah. sounds bad. I know it's a thing, but it just sounds bad to me. Fish taco. Yeah. Ugh, stop. Just don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, taco with fish is better. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh Fish taco makes it seem like the whole taco is made out of fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you, you know, you don't really say, I'm going to go get a beef taco or, like, a chicken taco. You know, you just say, I'm going to get a taco. But yeah. fish taco, you do say that because it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. The, the the less fish and taco are in a sentence together, I think the better. <laughs> Good point. Yes. Uh, we can all so... let it be, be it resolved. <laughs> Um, so we're in the van, uh, the main guy introduces himself as none other than Bram. Oh, shit! Who may or may not have written a popular vampire novel. <laughs> Bram says, uh... <laughs> we don't know. We didn't, he didn't say his last name. We don't know. We really he don't. He just might be a 19th century Irishman. <laughs> um... Bram says, hey, maybe it was an autobiography, and he's, you know, immortal. Okay, Bram, okay. <laughs> Why not? Bram says Miles' apartment is being watched, and they need to take, uh, uh, talk to him. 
Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me start over. Okay. Bram says Miles' apartment is being watched, and they need to talk to him. <laughs> I need to talk him out of working for Widmore. There it is. Nice. Miles says he doesn't know who that is. Bram says it's the man who chartered the boat Miles is getting on next week. Bram asks Miles if he knows what lies in the shadow of a statue. Miles says no. Bram says that he's not ready to get on the boat. Uh, Bram says if he comes with them, he will get all his answers, why he has a gift, and about his father. Miles says uh, if they want him, it'll cost him double what Widmore was paying, which was which would be three point two million. Bram says he's not paying Miles anything. Uh, that the money, let's see, that all the money in the world isn't going to fill his empty hole. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they toss Miles out. Uh, Bram tells Miles he's he's playing for the wrong team and that Bram is on the team that's going to win. Ooh. Sorry, that's how I wrote that. <laughs> that's all right. That's kind of what he said. <laughs> but when you put it that way, it sounds really gross. The empty hole in his heart, right? Okay, there we go. Whew. Must be. Where else would it be? Yeah, right. <laughs> Where else would you put money? That's it. In your heart. In your heart. That's where money <laughs> goes. That's where my money. <laughs> uh, and apparently, no matter how much money you have, you could just keep stuffing it in your heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> put a lot of a lot of money in that in that heart hole. That holy heart. <laughs> Hey, who put this money in my heart hole? <laughs> oh, God, don't ever Sorry. say that, please. Sorry, you look sad. I thought they'd give you a 20. Does that not make you feel better? All right. <laughs> oh, God, that's this. You should never, no one yeah. should ever have to ask that. I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Ouch. <clears throat> so okay, so this is a this about, is kind of a thing here. This scene, yeah, serious moment, serious moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, pull, please pull it together. Come on. Uh, man, yeah, this this was the most shocking scene of the entire episode to me. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. This this was uh, wow, 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 wow. So Bram is a character apparently. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I didn't. I thought he might be a character, but I didn't think he'd be this kind of character. Yeah. Um. And uh, wow, I don't. Uh, so there's so there's so many things I want to ask. Uh, I have no answers for any of them. Yeah. So the the the, the obvious question is, who are these people? And where do they come from? And where do they come from? And where do they go <laughs> at night? <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you know, are they involved with, um, uh, okay, so let me, let me add some details from the scene. Um, uh, Bram tries to prevent Miles from working for Widmore, um, isn't willing to give him money for it, but wants to just, uh, take him, uh, because, I don't know, because he needs to somehow. Um, just wants to convince him on that alone. 
Uh, and and then at the end, um, and then at the end, he he says you're playing for the wrong team, and uh, and Miles says what team are you on? And he says the one that's going to win. And so that makes it sound like, um, you know, this is sort of about that war thing. Oh, it's definitely about the war. <laughs> Uh, and so somehow they're involved in this war. So, so I've come up with, um, I, I guess, I guess I can think of two immediate possibilities here. Um, one would be these guys are actually involved with Ben somehow. Um, they're, they're, you know, Ben sort of, we, we saw that Ben had this like network of people that he knew, Mm-hmm. that he could go to for help with various things, you know, Jill and, uh, you know. Ah, uh, Jill. Yeah. And, and they referred to some other people. And, and so there there was a sense of um, a group of people that Ben had available. Um, and so maybe they're a part of that, you know. They're, they're, um, they're, they're on Ben's side. A second possibility would be that there's some, there's some third group, uh, who's got some other interest. I can't make sense of them being Widmore's people anymore mm-hmm. uh, since they try to get him to not go. And I really can't imagine why Widmore would do that. It's really weird. So at this point, I don't think they're Widmore-based. Uh, so, you know, that was my theory last episode, and it, that seems to be wrong. Um, uh so that just leaves those other two, at least obviously, you know, either Ben or separate. I, I don't think it's – they're working with Ben for a couple of just sort of simple reasons, like, you know, uh, you know, Ben saw Lana and Bram. There was nothing there. Uh, ben presumably could have seen them on the plane. There was nothing there. Uh, it, it just doesn't seem to me that they, you know, are really that they know they're working for Ben, or Ben knows maybe they're on the same team and they don't know it. Um, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, and it seems to me like why, you know, if if they know that Widmore's sending a team to go find Ben, um, or to at least to try to go to the island, um, and they know Ben is there. You know, they, they, they tell Miles he's sort of not ready to go because he doesn't know what lies in the shadow of a statue. Uh, but if he, you know, if they told him, he would know. Um, but they don't do that. Um, so it seems weird to me to, to be like, well, you know, we're working for Ben, and he's on the island who, you know, you're trying to go find, but you're not ready to go do that because, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, it doesn't seem to me that like they're 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 really working for Ben. Now they could be sort of, you know, uh, on that side, you know, or something. But um, you know, maybe maybe Ben's an independent agent or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. But... So there's they're they're on Ben's side, but Ben isn't the leader. Yeah, like maybe he's not the leader or something. Um, or I guess that they're you know in terms of a third party, they could be Dharma. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever if they're still Dharma and, and their causes, yeah. Yeah. I think to me that'd be the most interesting. Okay. If there was if we find out, you know, Dharma wasn't really just done. Right. Uh, but um Right. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's definitely it's definitely strange. So, um uh 
what did I want to say here? Uh, yeah, so when, when Widmore tells Locke, um, you have to go back to the island because if you're not there, there's a war coming, and if you're not there, then the wrong side's going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the wrong side he means is these people. Yeah, I mean, um, if there's only two sides. If there's only two sides. And by saying, you know, it it seems like there's two sides. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I kind of, like, even if even if there's more sides, I, I still feel like this is who he's talking about somehow. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, uh I don't know what that means, though. So then, then there's this thing about. <laughs> <laughs> then there's this thing about what lies in the shadow of the statue, which mm-hmm. in the last episode I thought was just uh, some kind of code or something. Um, now it seems like some kind of spiritual question or something. Like you, once you mm-hmm. know the answer, you will have attained enlightenment or something. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are I, they doing with I, that? I think the strangest thing about this scene with Bram is how it, it did come off as like they're missionaries or something. Like yeah, all you need to do is uh, look within your soul, and then you know you will find the light which will guide you. <laughs> and you know it, it was like it was it was it wasn't you know a sort of normal like. We're gonna kill you if you don't do what we want. It was right. like, yeah, then they let, then they let him go. Yeah, you know they didn't stop him from going to no. on the boat with Widmore, or they did, they didn't try to you know infiltrate or anything. You know. Um, yeah. Um, I I I think the whole honestly, I don't even know who who's doing what anymore. I feel like Naomi could be like working with Bram and those guys. She could be a mole or something like. Um. You know, yeah. I'm not really sure anymore uh, who's who's trying to do what. Yeah, it is kind of strange that they didn't they didn't do anything about the boat, um, and then like three years later, they somehow end up on that plane that goes to the island. Oh, can we talk about that, please? Like, why they why they're on the same plane that that ends up on the island? Like, did they know that? Come on, really. They had to have known that. I think we're supposed to believe that they knew that. They had to have known that. Yeah. For both Alana and Bram to be on there. Yeah. Um. So that means, what does that mean then? I don't know what that means. How no did they clue. know that? How did they know that was the plane? Yeah. Oh my God. I have no idea. Miss Hawking again. Do you think like I or mean, if they, I mean if they're working for Ben like he could have told them? I don't think they're working for Ben though. It's I just, know, but I'm trying. I'm trying. It just doesn't. It just doesn't come off like they're working for Ben. It doesn't, but you know, I don't know. <clears throat> you know, like you know, Ben shoots Caesar, and then I mean, Alana and Bram get in charge because Caesar's shot. You know, if this was all, you know, an organized thing, it seems like. You know, they would have maybe tried to take control before or something. Not let yeah, that's all the what, I guess I'm assuming it's not because Caesar got shot. Like, if if they're working for Ben, then you know, that I'm assuming they that that's not that's not necessarily the the thing that motivates them. And also, you know, they won't necessarily try to pursue it in any way. If they're working for Ben, what that that that's not what. 
that's not why they took charge? Yeah. Like, I really don't think that's why they took charge. Because Caesar was shot? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we got to see what happens in sort of the next part, but I think, to me, it plays off like, okay, Caesar's dead, now we're going to sort of, you know, now we're going to do whatever we came to do. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're, you know, if they would have just, you know, uh, started, um, you know, taking control anyway at this point or something or what. I mean, or if they were going to try to do whatever they had to do under Caesar's nose or something, like, um, I don't know. Right. It plays off like a reaction to me, but it also seems like, they did have a sort of a plan and a yeah. purpose. Yeah, that's that's uh, the thing. I so mean, it could I, just be a coincidence. Like, but. I definitely don't think that, you know, yeah, I definitely think they had a plan regardless. But it could be the case that somehow Caesar getting shot accelerated the or you know caused them to go forward with it sooner or something like that. Um, but I, I guess uh, it 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 certainly seems like Caesar is outside of that group. Yeah, and can I, I guess, I mean, we could maybe, could we assume, I mean, maybe we should say Alana's not really part of that group yet. I mean, we don't really know, right? The thing that ties her to it is that she said, who do you know what lies in the shadow of the statue? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Forgot about that part. Yeah, so I think she is part of that group. Well, maybe Bram told her. I mean, he could have told her, but I... I think maybe he maybe he asked her and she knew. Yeah, well she knew, but I think she's a part of the group. How you know, however it happened. Yeah. She but I, but I actually think it was before. I actually want to say it was before. Before the crash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that obviously makes the most sense. Um, I don't know what that question is. Like, do you have any idea what that could be about? Like, how could anything? Well. It seemed like the question changed, didn't it? Because wasn't it what lies in the shadow of the statue? And then Bram says what lies in the shadow of a statue. Really? I think I think I've heard both on the show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. A statue? I'm pretty sure in this episode, Bram says what what lies in the shadow of a statue. <gasps> really? I'll look it up, but that's what I thought I heard. Well, not according to the transcript. Let me, um, I got to hear this. I I mean, the problem is I knew what I wanted to hear, so I didn't really listen that carefully. Yeah. Um, so. so the statue is, I mean, the transcript is the. Let me see if I can, uh. Just like to have a quick checky check. Where is that scene? Oh, here it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we had to try our best to talk you out of working for Charles Whitmore. I have no idea who that is. He's the man who chartered the boat you will be getting on next week. And my friend, you do not want to get on that boat. Do you know what lies in the shadow of the statue? No. Uh, well. What did he say? Annunciation. I, I wasn't. It sounds to me like it could be either one. I'm I'm going to uh, assume he said the right thing. All right. 
I, I think it, I think it's better if it's the statue. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like it it should tie into you know the statue on the island, and I think the answer is the temple. Yes. Oh <laughs> really? Oh, that sense. was your answer. Yeah, that's my answer. I forgot. The temple, the temple lies in the shadow of the statue. Okay. Or or something you know something to do with that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or the obelisk, or you know, whatever thing that they could. I don't know. Depends on where the statue is, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it a metaphorical question or is it a literal question? I have no idea. And how could you just know it? But yeah, if they're just gonna pick somebody off the street and expect them to know the answer, mm-hmm. then it seems like it has to be something. It can't be something too specific. Like how could how could well Miles... it could be specific it could be something like you know uh, you know maybe uh, I'm reaching here uh, you know maybe this maybe it means that if you don't know the answer to that you know Jacob hasn't told you yet or something or you know like uh... you haven't you haven't come into contact with whatever uh... thing you know uh, you haven't made you know some sort of realization or whatever. Um, You know, maybe the shadow lies in the shadow of a statue. I don't know. I right? see. Yeah. The clever answer. The clever one. Yeah. The lame answer. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe like, Bram's team and Alana, maybe they're, like, maybe they're, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're hostile somehow. Maybe they're like the off-island hostiles. You know, oh, maybe they, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's it's a toughie. That would sort of be like them being, you know, part of Ben's network. Yeah. Um. Although I don't necessarily think those people are hostiles, but, um, you know, whatever connection they have to Ben. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was a leader of what the hostiles were. Yeah. So, um, I agree that, that that one scene where Ben talks to Bram, it, it doesn't come across as though Bram works for him. No. Um, I have to say, uh, if they tell us that later, that scene will be weird. Um, it just, it's, I can't, I really thought there were two sides here, and... If if Ben isn't in charge of his side, that I think that would be weird. Like, is anybody? Could somebody else be in charge of his side? Lana's in charge. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then, so that's weird. Uh, if if that's the way it goes, it's also weird if there's a third group um, with some other agenda. You know. Uh, well, here, here's the question. Um, you know, Bram says if you don't know the answer to the statue riddle, then then you're not ready to go to the island. What does that mean? Like, ostensibly he's going to go find Ben, and I, and maybe they know that. You know, um, so it seems like it's saying you know you're sort of not ready to deal with Ben, or not ready to deal with uh, Smokey, or not ready to deal with whatever they think presents a problem on the island for Miles. But why would sort of knowing the answer to that be, yeah, you know, be that he's ready, you know? And, and that's the thing. If they do know he's going to find Ben and they're working for Ben, 
wouldn't they, wouldn't they want to stop that, you know? Um, well, they are trying to talk him out of going. But they're not, they don't seem to be trying to stop the expedition from going to pre- yeah. presumably kill Ben, if, that's yeah. what they're try- you know, if they know that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's the weird part. The whole thing goes forward with, with apparently no interference. And Alana says she's, the, she's not working for Ben, and I believe her. Just because. Oh, oh. No, she didn't say she didn't work for him. She just said, why would anyone want to work for someone like that? Which means no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Can't you read between the lines? No, you're right. I mean, it, it was a tacit no. But I, and so, I mean, if she does, then she's lying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of don't want to say that she works for Ben. It's just, it's just the other alternatives are bugging me. Yeah. Um, so that's, so I just want to go to that. Uh, yeah, that whole thing, that's the thing. He's, he's been on the island for like three years now. I'm not sure he knows the answer to the riddle yet. And so it's not at all clear that knowing the answer to that riddle is really essential to being on the island. Well, he's he's not ready until he knows, so. Okay. So even though he's on the island, he's still not ready to be there. He's just not ready. Okay, so yeah. you'll be there, but you just won't be ready. Yeah, you won't be re- That's the thing. Like, they were, you know, they were trying to talk him out of going, but, like, it wasn't like you can't go if you, like, if you don't know. It's just like, you just won't be ready. Right. Okay. Okay. So it was not. weird. It was so weird where they were like, we can tell you all the answers you want to know. See, that's the thing. I feel like they have to be Dharma because they, they seem to know about the, you know, Chang. Uh, you know, they said they can answer questions about his dad, questions about his power. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, I, I feel like they're somehow, you know, Neo-Dharma. Neo-Dharma. Yeah. Dharma 2.0. Yes. Dharma for the 21st century. Okay. Yeah. I've always wondered about Dharma. You know, what happened to them? I mean, obviously there's some kind of real world infrastructure. I mean, we have the lamp post. That's still around. Yeah. Um uh it's well, it's currently staffed by Hawking who is a hostile, so that's a little weird. But uh Hey, if I can bring something old school back, uh we did get the food drop. Oh god. <laughs> oh, the food drop! Can I can I bring that one back? Oh say, my god! When I watch the show again and I get to that food drop, Mm-mm-mm. it's just gonna be like, shut up, guys! Stop talking! Move on! Because it ain't gonna yeah. matter. Yeah. I. What were they doing? Oh god! And then when we get to the food drop again, and Charlie says, "Hey guys, maybe it got <laughs> dropped when the when the lockdown happened, and we can just go, oh Charlie, you're dead. Shut up." <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. That seemed like a whole thing. They, it they, was a whole thing. God, they really do that. They just throw things at you. I wonder if they're going to answer that. I wonder if it'll actually... They, I mean, like, they can't do much, but I wonder if they're just going to have some throwaway thing where we see why the food drop happened. It's a really weird, random, loose end. Yeah. Um... 
Okay, so Neo Dharma could explain the food drop. Yes, uh, that would work. Um, and yeah, they have, they're supposedly have all these answers. Um, and I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah, how can they have all these answers? It was just basically like, if you come with us, we won't pay you anything, but we'll give you all the answers you need. You know? Yeah. Right, exactly. They'll pay you in answers. Mhm. And and of course, another question is why don't they want Miles to go? You know. Mhm. Do they not want Ben to be found? You know. Um, right. Yeah. And I mean, do they even know thing. who Ben it is? Seems, it seems like they're working. It seems like they're 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 against Widmore. Yeah. And so that that immediately makes me assume they're with Ben, because so far. I don't think we really know anybody else who's anti-Widmore, mm-hmm. you know, on this level. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. Like, you know, when Brand, when they, when, when Ben's around on, on, on Hydra Island, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they see him and they don't, like, say, you know, like, obviously if they're trying to, you know, not let, you know, not tip us off that they do know this guy, they did that very well, but... um but I think it's weird that, you know, Ben's sort of around and it's like, okay, even if they're not working for Ben, do they know who Ben is? Do they know how dangerous he is? Like, That's the thing. Like, I want to say that they know who Ben is. I feel like they should. I mean, if you come to the island and you don't know who Ben is, you should be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? There's you're not no ready. Point. You're so not ready. You're <laughs> <laughs> just not ready. What lies in the shadow of the, of the statue? Benjamin Lyon <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I um and Alana definitely saw Ben get on the plane. And she didn't flinch? Um no, not really. Not really. So yeah, it's uh it's weird. I, I don't know, um I kinda feel like this is a season six plot that's coming into play here. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not sure we're really gonna get all the answers to this. Uh, before the season's over. Well, it's weird because, you know, this stuff with Bram is happening in the past, you know, well, not, well, sort of. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, Miles is, you know, most of his island time is now being spent in seventy in the 70s. Right. So, you know, presumably at some point they're going to get back to the 2000s and, like, you yeah. know... At some point, he'll have maybe to deal with this again. meet Bram again. Yeah. Hello, oh, Bram. Oh, Bram. Hello. I, why do they use their real names? You think this is real name? Bram? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. This is the kind of stuff that they're doing. I, you know, be ripe for using fake names. Yeah, you're right. But I think it's real for some reason. Yeah. Who would pick Bram as a fake name? <laughs> exactly. No offense to any Brams who are listening or any Brams you may know. No, I'm kidding. No, Bram's a fine name. If you're... Okay, I won't make the reference again. <laughs> it's short for Abraham. Oh, that's right. If you like that better. Then it should be Braham. Braham. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it Braham? Braham. Hey, Braham. Braham. 
Yeah, ugh, don't say that. Braham. Daham, Braham. Let's not say that again either. No, let's not. Uh, so I'm just going to sum up our last 20 minutes of conversation and that neither of us know who Bram is working for. Mm-hmm. You think it's probably been, yeah, but maybe not. And I think it's probably not been, but maybe it is. Okay. There. We do seem to agree that it's not Widmore, though. Um, yeah, I don't think Widmore makes sense. So, you know, that's something. That is something. It's more than we Thanks know about that. certain planes. <laughs> certain planes that uh, may or may not have been faked. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was faked. <sighs> Is there anything I else here? Oh, I can't wait till they explain that whole fake plane crash. And it's, you know what? I don't think it's even going to come together very well. Oh, I don't either. But I think they're going to try to explain it, and it's just going to be like, yeah, right, guys, whatever. Yeah, yeah no. Is this, I think it already doesn't work. Yeah. They don't even need to explain it. It's already failed. <laughs> Actually, guys, at this point, if you try to explain it, you'll make it worse. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Just, just drop it. Mm-hmm. The story, it doesn't really matter much for the story anymore. Oh, that's what you think. Because <laughs> they're going to go back to that plane before it was at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, no, don't do that. And then guess who is in the back seat of the plane? What do I think? Back seat of the plane. Back seat of the plane. I think we're approaching that point of the podcast where my brain is getting uh, a little bit dull. Mushy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We're getting there. Uh, so let's move on. Um. Okay. I don't think there's any, there's really much else in this scene. So uh, I think we got scene, it. Next scene, we're back on the island. Hurley tells Miles the abridged history of the Swan Station. There's an accident that required them to create a button which prevents the world from ending. Hurley uh, thinks it'd be awesome for Miles, uh, that it should be awesome for Miles that he can spend time with his dad. Miles sets the record straight. He doesn't want to know his dad. His dad is dead, and he never cared about him because dad is dead. And dad is dad. And dad is dad. And dad is a douche. <laughs> dead dad is a douche. Is dead. Dead douchey dad. <laughs> is dead. Um, let's see. So then uh, Miles turns the table and grabs Hurley's notebook. He finds that Hurley is writing Empire Strikes Back. He thinks since Star- uh, Hurley thinks since Star Wars just came out, George Lucas will be looking for a sequel. He thinks he can make life easier and send him the script with some improvements. Hey. Miles thinks it's stupid, but Hurley, but at least Hurley isn't afraid to talk to his dad. So you take that. Uh, Hurley is just a 12-year-old boy, I swear. He's, he's just a kid. So, um... Do we have to talk about this scene? I'm afraid we do. <laughs> just a little bit. I just, I just, I, hate, I, I, I just hate, I just hate that thing so much about it. I hate the really? Star Wars thing so much about it. I hate. Well, number one, you know, uh, Hurley doesn't seem to get what's going on time travel wise. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. 
the idea that, you know, George Lucas made Star Wars and sort of didn't already know what the sequel might be or, you know, would be actively looking for a sequel. He just wants to hey, guys, who has a script for a sequel to Star Wars? <laughs> he, uh, he put an ad on Craigslist. Yeah, uh, he put it, uh, yeah, like, like who, like, that's, that, that to me just does not seem like the creative process for something like Star Wars. Wanted uh, Star Wars sequel. Please yeah. contact G. G. Lucas at, you know, <laughs> oh, wait, there's no internet yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's a little... At P.O. Box. A little anachronistic, know. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Classified ad or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, In a newspaper, if you remember what that is. G. Lucas at Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, comma, C.A. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, it just, his, his whole logic was just silly and ridiculous and... And the idea, I mean, basically, it, it means that, you know, if, if Hurley manages to get him this script, you know, not only should George Lucas, like, sort of be flabbergasted that someone sort of knew exactly the ideas he was going to try to do in the next movie, mm-hmm. um, and, and is, like, spot on, you know, but that Lucas would actually sort of plagiarize this material and use it, and, and that's that's what we know as the real Star Wars, you know, the real Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. and Harley all along. Like it just, it's just, it's just like, why are we wasting our time with this? You know, I just don't get it. What's the, what's the it, point? It would be, it would be really strange to have, um, uh, to have something created like that from a time loop. Yeah. And that's the thing. It obviously is a paradox because how can Hurley watch, you know, the movie 200 times before he writes the movie? You right. Know? Uh, so it doesn't doesn't sort of make any sense because yeah, he only gets to watch it because yeah. he wrote it after watching it. That's the so. weird part. But it sort of was always like he he had already written it the first time he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just hadn't written it yet, but he had already written it. Me, it uh, like chronologically, he had already written it. Yeah, in his yeah. timeline, he has it. Like it can kind of work, but the weird thing about it is. It it seems like it comes from nowhere. It it seems well, like well, that's why it doesn't work. Is it does it come? It, it never is created. It was yeah. always created. Yeah, like he only and knew think, what to write because he saw it already. Yeah, yeah. And which it, is why, which I think that disproves it right there. You know? Yeah, it seems like that can't be the origin. Yeah, okay, no. you're right. Matter you're right. is neither is neither created nor destroyed. <laughs> Just came up with that, and. <laughs> I use that to illustrate the point that, you know, no matter what it is <laughs> That is a twofer. <laughs> it's a it's a great phrase and a law of thermodynamics. <laughs> nice. Wow. My my genius uh goes into science also. Awesome. It does, yeah, no. Um I should I should probably tell tell some scientists that. Maybe they might want to know that. Yeah, they probably would. They'd probably be very interested <laughs> to know that. They're all like, we can't destroy this matter. Well, we can't create this matter. Damn it. Maybe our problems are the same. Um, Look at the camera and shrug. (laughs) I don't know why there's a camera. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it just me? Ah, it is. Okay. All right, we're going to do it old school. Let's check out the news. Uh, 
What's going on in the news? Do do do. Um. Let's see. Uh, world news. Um. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Um. I don't know. I'm waiting for something to hit me here. Uh, I don't really like business news. It's kind of boring. Um. <laughs> oh no, Madonna fell from a horse. That's terrible. Uh, I'm back. Oh, okay, good. What's the topic today? You didn't miss much. Madonna fell from a horse. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you made that up. Madonna fell from a horse. That's the most random thing I've ever heard. Why was Madge on a horse? Uh, he, was just, he was just riding a horse. Oh, and, wow. And apparently uh, the paparazzi scared the horse and she <laughs> fell. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real news story. Madonna couldn't get another baby, so she got a horse instead <laughs> and <laughs> fell off. The uh, classic, right. replace the baby with a horse syndrome. <laughs> yes. I think that was an episode of I Love Lucy like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Lucy got a horse. Uh, before Little Ricky. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the most random story. Um, what a strange way to find out about that news. It is, yeah. I would never have known if I hadn't had to go look at Google News just then. Wow, Google News, bringing the, the top <laughs> stories straight to your computer. <laughs> Yeah, if you only knew what I passed over to read that one is the lead story. Uh, nothing is funny, I'm sure. No, <laughs> definitely not. Or um, is important. Or is important, I agree. Or is equestrian. There, ooh, wow, wow, nice, nice. Eight points. I like that. Eight points? Eight points for equestrian. Because wow. I, I knew it, but it's an awesome word Wow! to actually work in a conversation. Thank you. Well, I uh, don't get to use it much. Uh, Me either. And so uh, I'll take the eight points. Yeah, you go. You got it. Bam. 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 Points I think well. that's my highest. I think that's my highest. It's up there. Yeah. It's a good one. I don't, I don't give high scores like that very often. I did use super casual, fragilistic, it's outdocious once, and you didn't give me enough points for that. But you know, never mind. Um, what was I talking about before? Something about something with something. Yes, all three, all three. Okay, oh, good. See, we were talking about Dharma. No, we're talking about Star Wars. And oh, and how ridiculous Hurley's thing this is. This thing with Hurley, yeah. It didn't bother me as much as it seems to have bothered you. I agree, it's not great. Um, one thing that did bother me a little bit is uh Hurley's uh, Hurley's description of this scene later, but we'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll get to that when we come to it. Um uh it's also worth noting that uh uh the George Lucas didn't actually write Empire Strikes Back. Uh he uh he just got story credit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I knew that at some point. Um you know, he didn't even um you know, he didn't direct the movie either. He was very hands off. He really just did the first one. Oh, he didn't do all that crap? No, he didn't do uh two or three. Mm. 
or four or five, whatever. whatever yeah. The real numbers are the the original <laughs> ones. The original ones. Uh, yeah. He he did do the new ones. Yeah, that explains a lot. Um. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot. Yeah, it's kind of strange. He gets a lot of uh, credit. He definitely created the world, um, mm-hmm. but uh, there was there were a lot of there were definitely other people involved with the more famous shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, story credit's a big deal, you know. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's where the story is. That's where the story is. There you go. <laughs> Can't have a script without a story. Very true. Very true. So yeah, he did. Uh, he did have something to do with it, of course. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, it just it just was just sort of pointless to me. I don't. I mean, of all the things Hurley could be doing, he decides he's gonna re, he's gonna write Empire Strikes Back, uh, just to be helpful. Like, and I, I don't know. Do you buy that he's just trying to be helpful, just to make things easier? Like, really, Hurley, to make things easier. You're going to spend all this time in the 70s writing this thing from memory because you want it to be easy on people? <laughs> you know, it's like, how about let the people who wrote it and made the movie, uh, you know, have their own original ideas and creativity and justifications for their work, you know? Like, I don't know. I think it's a little uh, egocentric to be, to want to step in and like, I was like, Patty. if I went back to, you know, I went back to, you know, what was it? 17th century or you know when was da vinci around you know it's like i go back and i oh let me do the mona lisa for you just to save you some time you know <laughs> <laughs> oh like, come thank on you you know like, you i am very like tired the, my show please let me do not this to paint today yeah <laughs> my painting hand she's a tired <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, I, I, it's, it's just weird to me. And then he, all in the guys that wanted to be, you know, wanted to make things easy. Uh, yeah. So I didn't like that. Um, I could see, I could see myself in this circumstance, like wanting to write down something like that from the future, just cause it's, it seems kind of like a cool thing to do. Like, you know, something in advance, mm-hmm. you know, that, like I could see being amused by already knowing, you know, all kinds of stuff that hasn't happened yet and 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 maybe like writing writing things down just just for my own personal amusement i i could i i could see myself doing that i wouldn't i wouldn't i would definitely not think about trying to actually be the person to create those things yeah um i would i'd have to stop there but i understand like being interested in that idea in general well, you and Hurley should go have a beer. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe you won't. We really won't, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, not going to happen. Right. Anything else with this scene? Mm, no, that's pretty much... Oh, I'm not scared to talk to my dad. Mm. Oh, Hurley. All right. Yeah. Man, no, that's it. <sighs> All right. Then let's find the next scene. Okay. Next scene. Uh, Sawyer comes back home, finding Juliet there, and Jack also. Ooh. Jack tells Sawyer that Roger is suspicious of Kate, uh, but he says he doesn't think Roger will say anything for now. Uh, Jack then leaves. Sawyer kind of follows him out uh, to the front porch. Phil comes up to him and says he knows who took Ben, that it was him, LaFleur, slash James Sawyer. 
James tells Phil that there's a reasonable explanation and to come inside. And then once inside, Sawyer asks if Phil has talked to Horace yet. Phil says no. And then is knocked out uh, by Sawyer's right hook, a.k.a. the con man special. <laughs> Sawyer then tells Juliet to get some rope. Because <laughs> he's got paste piccani sauce. <laughs> 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 oh wait, he doesn't have paste piccani sauce. He's New got York the stuff City. from New York City. Get a rope. <laughs> We're gonna hang that piccani sauce. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's gonna regret the day it was bottled. So, uh, all right, we got that scene. Uh, so, you know, this is picking up from where it left off before with the cam- tape from camera four. Phil right. found it. Yeah, it's a problem now. Phil found it. Phil knows. And and so Sawyer ends up just knocking him out. And I guess he's just going to tie him up and put him in a closet or something. Yeah. Um, there doesn't seem to be much else to do with him. Um, so that's, uh, that's, gonna, that's not going to work out so well uh, to have him just uh, – not not being around, yeah. Uh, at a certain point, that'll be noticeable. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, you know, maybe they could, uh, maybe Jack could like fill in for for Phil. For Phil. You know, they could just like, um, <laughs> I don't know, get some uh, get some, I don't know, big rectangular pieces of paper and put it on Jack's eyebrows and give him some big eyebrows. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta see that. <laughs> They'll be like, "Hey guys, oh, come in and be like, hey Phil, what's up?" You know, they won't notice. Let's <laughs> get him some eyebrows. Let's <laughs> see, oh man. So it takes. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> and he just pulls it off. It's inexplicable. It off. It's like chicken boo. Mm-hmm. All Chicken he has boo. to do is just change his eyebrows, and he just passes as a completely different person. Yep. No one recognizes him as Jack anymore. That's all it takes. They're just like, oh, hey, eyebrows. Phil. There's Phil. Nobody There's knows. Phil. There's Phil with those eyebrows. So, yeah, um, uh, this is, uh, I, I thought something like this would, would happen eventually, so... That's good. It's it's nice. It's nice that Phil actually did figure something out. He wasn't the complete dimwit that he seemed to be for a while. Yeah. And he seemed to want to tell us that he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's uh, so that's nice. Uh, he hasn't been that big of a deal for a while, but uh, but yeah, I like that. Um, uh, yeah, and then Jack comes over to tell Sawyer. So that's good. I don't know. I got nothing clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's not much here. Um, like I said, this was the scene where I thought uh, Sawyer was going to ask for Jack's help. Um, oh. But uh, I think we'll get that later because uh, uh, I do think Jack's going to need to help out pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're going to need some help. Yeah. So that's it for this thing. Yeah, I I mean, I guess they're just going to try to keep Phil, you know, keep him quiet for as long as they can. Um, Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we're definitely gearing up in terms of uh, escalation of drama. So, um, 
you know, I think uh, things are going to come to a head in a couple episodes, uh, which will coincidentally be the finale. <laughs> uh, wow, you know, it's weird how that always happens. It's just, it's just random, random, yeah. random chance. Yeah. Random chance of line. I mean, no one plans these things out. It's no. impossible. No. The season could end at any time. Any moment in the Never middle know. of any sentence that just might be the end. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what lies in the shadow of a loss? <laughs> All right. We'll be back next year. We'll be That's back it. next week, guys, with the end of this sentence. Loss. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's definitely going to be a thing. I How much do you think they're actually going to find out? How much do I think what? You know, do you, do you think any of them are going to find out that they're from the future? <laughs> Oh, it's funny when you say that. Um, from the future. No, I don't think they're going to find out they're from the future. I don't think most people will find that out. I think that's too crazy. Okay. I don't, you know, there's, there, how are they going to prove it? By saying, you guys will die soon. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I think it'll be more likely that they're, they're, they're proven to be sort of imposters. And then, you know, Son and Ben will come rescue them just in time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about Ben and Son. Don't forget about that awesome duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're getting things done. <laughs> One or across the forehead at a time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, but do you think they'll tell anybody? I mean, you know, they won't necessarily be believed, but do you think they'll tell anybody? Um, sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how they try to explain what's going on to Phil. It'd be interesting to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wanted Sawyer to come up with some kind of... I wanted to see what he was going to say mm-hmm. before he ended up just punching him. I mean, I, I think what I could imagine him saying if he does come up with something is just, you know, um, you know, we 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 have to sort of secretly take him to, you know, to the hostiles because they have, you know, they have a they have a doctor that can help and and you know, her, we cleared this with Horace, but you can't tell him. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we, you know, this is all really bad and no one can know. That's why we didn't say anything to anyone and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to break the truce, but you know, we got to save the boy, and I promise he'll be back, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But the fact that he knocked them out straight away, you know, when he wakes up, he's not going to be happy. No, no. Uh, and I did like the fact that the the punch came right after, you know, well, I figured I'd give you, you know, benefit of the doubt after three years of boom, <laughs> you know, punch in the face. Yeah, there's your benefit of the doubt. Yeah, there's your friendship. <laughs> There are years of world service <laughs> right in your face. <laughs> you give me the benefit of the doubt, I give you a punch in the face. <laughs> See how that works? See how that works? Yeah. We both win. Five will get you five will get you nothing but a punch in the face. That's all right. Oh, Phil. Yeah, and it's funny because it seems like the tape should have shown Kate on there too. Oh yeah, um, but Phil was just like, "You took him. You did it. You did it." You know, part of me feels like 
well, I guess it's just not true, but part of me was thinking Phil didn't really find the, the tape and he had some other thing and it'll, you know, you know, that kind of thing where it seems like the jig is up, but it's just a misunderstanding and then they realize it. Um, but I, it looks like the jig is really up. He was holding the tape. Yeah, he had the tape. That's what I said. It didn't look like this is, that's what happened because he definitely had the tape. But, so, did he, but did he look at it? <laughs> that would be pretty funny if he just, <laughs> he just saw a tape and assumed that was what tape. was on it. Yeah. And he was right, but he isn't justified in thinking that. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah, you took him to the infirmary, but I don't know who stole him from there. <laughs> How about that? Does That's that work, anybody? Was. That's all it was. <laughs> they didn't need to do all that. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Phil. You should have been a little clearer. Right? It's really Phil's fault. It really is. I blame Phil. Bill is to blame. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Next scene? Yes. I think we're almost done. Oh, we're getting there, yeah. I just heard someone in the audience say hallelujah. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't ask me how. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's Weird. see. So Creepy. the next scene, <laughs> Miles comes to visit uh, the formerly grieving dad and returns the money, confesses that he lied. Uh, Mr. Gray asks while Miles is telling him all this, you know, coming clean. Miles says it wouldn't be fair uh, to his son and that if he needed his son to know that he loved him, he should have told him when he was alive. Mm. Or uh, go back in time and tell him. Or go back in time and tell him, right? <laughs> Which would be when he was alive. Uh, but still the same thing. Yeah. Next scene. There's nothing here, right? I mean, Miles is a good guy. Oh, Miles. All, underneath he, it all. He, is that what we're supposed to He did learn? a good thing one time. That's yeah. all I can say. It seems like, uh, I, I kind of feel like, you know, this whole idea of being judged on the island, you know, it might bode well for him in the long run that he made amends for some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or at least this incident. Right. So they, when he's in the smoky cloud, that oh uh, no, because <laughs> everybody's waiting to see that again. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I didn't really mind that whole effect, but a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah, a lot of I people thought it didn't was kind of like cheesy that. looking. I didn't, you know, it is cheesy looking. I, I, I mean, what do you? I don't know. I just, I really was just like, this is what it's like inside a smoky. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> No, I mean, like, I'm with yeah. you that it didn't bother me as much as it seems to have bothered everyone else. I did think it was bad, but I, w- I just went with it. Yeah, I was just like, okay. Like, to me, it just didn't look good. I mean, like, I feel like there's a way to do that and have it look better than that. Sure. That's what I want to say. Yeah, I mean, we want to believe that's true, but... I want to believe that they have access to some pretty good CG artists, and if that's the best they could do... Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe you know. Yeah, I, I probably could have looked better in some other way, but uh, yeah. But for what they're going for with it, you know, the whole being surrounded by smoky thing, you know. And can I say, I also thought it was weird that he held on to his uh, thing the whole time, uh, to his uh, sorry, to the torch the whole time. Oh. <laughs> I'm wondering what you meant. <laughs> well, he was scared. You no. Know. Um. Yeah, I thought that was weird that he just he had that the whole time. Yeah, but. I noticed that the torches appeared at a certain point, and I was like, man, those torches. 
They just mm-hmm. they just show up when you need they them. They do. Locke Locke had a whole the, when he when they went over there. Locke had the torches. Yeah, you saw. Them. It Apparently, like, it's something you ju- you can just you know make or yeah. get from the you know set room. <laughs> yeah, get from the the prop table. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't really notice that he held on to it. But yeah, I, now that I think about it, I remember. Um, yeah, that makes me want to say. <laughs> Sorry, I just imagine Ben trying to when his when his uh when his the, the memories are flashing around him, I would just picture him trying to poke at them with his torch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> that one makes me sad. <laughs> Smokey's like, stop that. Scram you <laughs> He doesn't like something he sees, so he tries to wipe it out with a thing. Oh man, that would have been funny. <laughs> You know, I have to say, the thing about Lost, they don't go for the comedy when it's inappropriate. No, uh, they really don't. You know, they really don't. Yeah, they stick to the drama when it's drama. <sighs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say, just as a little whatever thing for thing, um, wow. Mm-hmm. Great sentence. Uh, I, do, can, can we maybe just say how many more smoky judgments will be on the show? <laughs> More uh, smoky judgment. Do you, how many more of those do you think will? Because you brought up, you know, Miles being judged. Like, how many yeah. of those do you think we'll actually see? How many more smudgments will we see? <laughs> yeah, I just said smudgments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you did. Yeah. And it wounded me fatally. But no, you're dead now. Oh, smudgments. I'm dead now. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah, like, I think, I want to say greater than or equal to one. I feel like we'll definitely see one more. Okay. Um, but, uh... Maybe they all need to be judged. Yeah, I guess they could have a mass judgment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just all stand as closely together as possible so so Smokey yeah. can encompass us all at once and yeah. just get this all over with. And it's just a big cacophony of things in the cloud yeah. from all of them. Can Smokey multitask like that? Can he, I, can he judge multiple people at once? I don't know. I mean, I want to think he can. Even Smoke has his limits. I just made that up. Okay. I, I actually believe you this time. <laughs> you haven't heard that one around? No. Huh, I wonder why. No. I don't know. I guess it doesn't know. mean anything. That's I, why. I, I, I am in the Midwest, so we might we might just not say that one out here. Uh, well, you should try it. Try it. Just, just say it and see if people respond. Okay. Right, you know, I'll somebody like you know, somebody like uh, you know, you see a car accident and mm-hmm. you know, it's fender bender, and you walk by and you go, "Hey, even smoke has its limits." <laughs> wow, that'll be a good you know, way to go to the grocery store. <laughs> you know, uh, they give you a bit extra change, and you mm-hmm. go, "Hey, even smoke has its limits." Uh huh. But it's the kind of thing where you can say anytime you want. Okay, I was going to say, so there's really no specific situation where it applies. You just throw it in. It's the kind of thing that applies to everything at okay. once, all okay. the time. Nice. That's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to use it then. Maybe well, it'll hey, catch on. Even smoke has limits. There you go. <laughs> good point. Thanks. <laughs> Wow. Wow. So, so anything any, else with the smile so scene? My upper bound would, would have to oh. be 
three. I don't think we'll see more than three. I don't know. I, I just, I don't. The conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically. Uh, five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press uh. star eight. I already did. I'm not going to do it again. No? You don't want to get two hours? <sighs> no, I don't. Alright. Um, I don't know how many times more judges we'll see. I, I, I think it, it could be any number greater than zero um, and less than a million. <laughs> okay, okay. So, because, uh, I mean, it, it really just depends on... it's it, it doesn't seem like a plot thing so much as a character thing, so they could choose to sort of do it with whomever they want. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's up in the air. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking a wild guess. That's well, sort of the idea. So, okay, I, I should probably, if I'm going to take a wild guess, I should name a number. So yeah, I'm going to say two. Two? Well, who oh, do you think? I'll split the difference. Two? Oh, don't make me name the two. Well, I feel like if you're going to, if you're naming numbers, then you should name names. <laughs> I didn't want to have to think about that. Um... Well, if Ben already did it, then he who doesn't else? count. Um, so you just threw out a number. You weren't thinking like which people oh, might be judged. You just say I, like just, I was just thinking in general, you know. Feel like there's two left. Yeah, I could see them squeezing in two. Like I definitely think we'll see Smokey again. That's you know convinced yeah. that, and I feel like they have to explain that more. So I feel like we'll see at least one more. But I want to say more than that, a little bit. So there's two. Look at that. Mm, That's my two. explanation. Um, okay. Yeah, who could it be? Oh, God. I, just, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Widmore? Oh, no. Widmore? Okay. Yeah. He's sort of the other big person, you know. Um, and Jack? I don't know. Locke? How about Kate? Kate? Sure. Just, just say every character with a question behind okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Hurley? Saeed? <laughs> Keep going. Frank? Miles? Dan? You got a lot of characters to name. Yeah, I know. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> et cetera. Et cetera, I'm et sure cetera. you guess where it goes from here. At all. Yeah. You know, Latin comes in so usefully, uh, so many, so many times. I wish we, I wish we used it more. Latin is very useful. Yeah. Ipso facto. Mhm. <laughs> uh, so are you ready for the next scene? Uh, yes. Okay, then I'm going to read it. All right then. <laughs> Back on the island. <laughs> <laughs> Bob and Hurley, they uh, they taking the van back to the motor pool. <laughs> Hurley didn't tell Miles he used to hate his dad, but he gave him a second chance. Two chances. Two chances, better than one. Just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, even in the accent, you're still making <laughs> phrases up. <laughs> You know, I mean, you is that even a phrase? phrase two changes are phrase one. <laughs> to another accent, but you can't. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I got it. So, uh, all right, all right, we're losing it here. Uh, let's pull it back together. Okay. <clears throat> all right. All right. Focus, people. Focus. Second wind. All right. So. Stop saying hallelujah. 
creepy. I don't like it. Miles says he doesn't want to give his dad another chance. Hurley makes a long analogy to Star Wars and Miles' situation. Uh, Miles walks by Chang's house to see Chang bonding with little baby Miles. Chang gets a phone call and has to leave. He finds Miles outside and tells him he needs him. (gasps) You do. Is what Miles responds as he's crying. Chang tells him uh, the sub is in with scientists from Ann Arbor. He tells the uh, he tells them to go get the van, and then we cut to the docks where the sub is there, people getting off, Deck. and one of the passengers is none other than Dan. Ah, Dan the man. It's Dan. The Can I say? Fellow. I think Dan came back just in time. You know what I mean? I I, I was missing Dan. Oh yeah, I'm Me glad too. he's back now. Me too, absolutely. Yeah, it was a good ending. Uh, I, that was another thing I liked about the episode. Mm-hmm. They they actually gave us something at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, like some of the endings lately, it's been just weird. Like you know, like the in the last one, where Ben just like it let me live. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> lost. Yeah, I just don't think that's much of an ending. No, it's not. That's you why. know, this this actually gives us something. Well, you mean something that basically makes you want to watch the next episode. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what the last one didn't. And a lot of the endings seem like haven't they haven't had that as much. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I want to know what this is all about. But before we get to that, let's talk about the Star Wars thing for, for a minute or two. All right. Uh... Uh, so Hurley gives a specific description of the Star Wars scene where he he makes the analogy to Miles and basically says that uh, in uh, in Empire Strikes Back, um, Luke should have talked it out um, with with Darth Vader, or he wouldn't have lost his hand, and then and then the sequel wouldn't you know the stuff that happened after that, and then the sequel wouldn't have happened, and uh-huh. so he would have had Ewoks, but. Um, I, I, I rewatched, uh, that little bit and he actually loses his hand first. Uh-huh. Uh, his hand gets cut off first and then, um, uh, and then he finds out that Darth Vader is, is his dad. So it's too late to not lose his hand, uh, by the time he finds out that Darth Vader is his dad. Spoiler alert. So uh, I guess you're saying that Hurley isn't the one who should be writing the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, first. I'm basically saying if you watch it 200 times, why don't you remember the most famous scene in yeah. the entire series that is talked about constantly? Yeah. If anyone knows a scene from Star Wars, it's that scene, and he gets the details wrong. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You know, it goes with his point more, but um, but that's just not what happened. You know, and I guess he, you know, I guess, you know, there is a place. I mean, Darth Vader says, you know, let's come with me and we'll rule the galaxy. And I guess Hurley wants to say he should have gone along with him. But, I, I mean, I feel like it's muddled. I, I really don't think, uh, I really don't it think is, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a little unrealistic. I mean, Luke was sort of, I mean, trained to, you know, obviously to be a Jedi and, you know, to defeat the Sith, which Vader is Lord of. And, you yeah. know, like he's the exact opposite, you know, of what Luke is all about. 
And so to, to be like, oh, you want me to come with you? Okay, sure. Yeah. Like, no, that's not the point of what's going on. Like, Vader's doing bad stuff, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, um, and, and that's the thing. Even if they did talk about it, even if Hurley was right that he says, Luke, I am your father. Uh, not that he says that, right? He doesn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> but if he says, Luke, I am your father, um, and then he's like, oh, no, I'm overreacting, and then he gets his hand cut off. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, and then what? And then, you, then you know, or, or I'm sorry. He says I'm your father, and he doesn't overreact. He just talks to him about it. Right. But but what consensus are they going to come to, you know? Like, yeah. I'm a bad guy, and I want to continue to do bad stuff. You want to come with me? No, I'm a good guy. Okay, let's fight then. <laughs> yeah. 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 That would have been my version of the script, by the way. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, uh, it's just it's a strained analogy, and the details are wrong. So, yeah, yeah, uh, double so double foul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't it just doesn't really work. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I can't I can't. The, those things where people remember it wrong always get me. And yeah, it's actually he does say Luke at a certain point in the dialogue. And uh, and then he says, you know, d- um, did o- Obi Wan ever tell you what happened to your father? And and Luke says, uh, he told me you you killed him. And he says, No, I am your father. That's no, the, that's Luke, I am your father. <laughs> that's what I heard you say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's what America heard me say. Yeah, yeah. That's how we want to remember it. So you yeah. stay out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's it, there's a context to it, and if you just say Luke, I am your father, it sort of erases the context and just gets the point across. Like, yeah. I, I get why that would spread instead of no, I am your father, because then then you have to explain what no means. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there's something associated with that. It just distills the whole thing. Anyway, that's enough. I'm as everybody knows from last time, I'm not exactly a Star Wars fan, so. I, I I don't feel the need to harp on it very much, but I I just had. But to just know. enough to bore us. Just that's right. That's I just <laughs> just wanted to bring you to the verge of boredom. Uh, you're a boredom tease, then. I am. How dare you, sir? Um, well, to bring the audience uh, to full boredom, I I would want to mention or ask. He did, full you know, boredom. He says, <laughs> approaching full boredom. <laughs> Um, T minus five, so full boredom. Uh, so he says he's given this Star Wars thing, and then he says they worked it out eventually, but at what cost? Did they really work it out? Well, I don't remember the movie that well, but, it, but yeah, how did they at, work it out? At the end of Return of the Jedi, why am I the expert? Uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, Darth Vader ends up uh, killing the Emperor and saving Luke. And they have a reconcil- recon- reconciliation. Uh, he takes off his mask, and and him and him and Luke talk. And so, <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Did I just give away the end of the entire series? I guess I did. <laughs> no, you gave away the middle of the entire series. Thank you very much. Oh, in that, I mean, it's the end. He's not going to do those sequels. Well, that's the end. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Well, <laughs> uh, it's the end of the movies that they've made, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. 
Anyway, yeah, that's uh, so they do work it out in a sense in the end. I see. Um, yeah, and then he sees his dad, and you know, as a vision at the end. I'm just telling you everything. Yeah, well, what else thanks. do you want to know? Uh, ask me. Any, I know everything about Star Wars, apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the What's the name of the ship that uh, Han Solo is, uh, flies in? The. Hold on. Um, the, uh, the, the, I want to say the Grand Falcon, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, no. Isn't it some, isn't it Falcon, the something Falcon? You are the Star Wars expert here. You said you could <laughs> ask you anything about Star Wars, ask you one of the most obvious <laughs> trivia questions, and you don't seem to get it. So, uh, you know, I think. Is it not my something point. Falcon? Oh, it's something Falcon. <laughs> well, then I'm, I'm, You're I'm, I get partial credit. This is not fill in the blank. This is multiple choice. <laughs> well, if it was multiple choice, then I would get, I would pick the choice that said something. Do they all say something different, Falcon? They all said something Falcon. Okay. Well, and neither of them was the right answer. Oh, you should Millennium, have picked D. Millennium Falcon. You should have picked D. None of the above. <laughs> um. Yeah, Millennium Falcon. I think I asked you that because I think that has come up before and you didn't remember. Yeah, uh, I forgot so I again, thought, but I had I to thought remember. that would be a great one to ask, and uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of knew it. I just uh, I forgot the first part. Yeah, you forgot the most important part. I just remember the... <laughs> All right. So that's probably more Star Wars slowdown than we should ever do again. I think we've done enough Star Wars slowdown for the rest of our podcasting days. Yeah, yeah. Until our Star Wars podcast. Right, right. <laughs> Starcast. I'm hoping we can call it that. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, so you ready for the last scene? Oh, that was the last scene. Oh, we're done. Oh, okay. Oh, that was the last <laughs> scene. Whoops, we're done. So uh, now we got to talk about Miles being back. Miles, uh, as in Dan. We're back yeah. to that. We're That's back to that now. Back. We're calling him Miles. <laughs> There's a clear-cut sign that Dan is back when I refer to Dan as Miles. We've been talking about <sighs> Miles this whole time, and he's still Miles. He's still Miles. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so Dan's back. He's on his sub. He's referred to as a scientist from Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what the fuck? So, I'm assuming, um, hmm, what am I assuming here? All right, here's my, you, want, ready, you ready for my theory? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I think that he, so we saw him at the beginning of the season in the Orchid, right? He was working in there, and we saw them, like, take that image. They had, you know, the, they, they found the donkey wheel. You know, he already knows about it. So, I'm assuming that somehow he went in there and turned the donkey wheel, I guess, and then... Uh, ended up back in the real world, and then I don't know what somehow ended up in Ann Arbor as a scientist. <laughs> what a, a leaps in your and went your... and went back to uh, the islands. Uh, I don't know. How did why. he? How did he know to go to Ann Arbor? That's my theory. How did he know to go to Ann Arbor? Well, because um, it has a good school there. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm assuming that he tried to find, he tried to locate them, and he somehow found out. Um, 
Uh, and then he goes and infiltrates himself as a scientist. I mean, the... at, at a certain point, I mean, I think Hor- Horace brings up Ann Arbor, or no, Redzinski brings up Ann Arbor in that meeting, yeah, which contains people such as Lafleur, um, and so at a certain point they know about Ann Arbor, you know, and I don't know when Dan left, but like he could have found out mm-hmm. before he left. Yeah, 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 totally. But I don't know why he left. I, 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 you know, my my theory's crap. I mean, as <sighs> usual, it's just really vague. Should I should I should I step in here? I'm assuming he please. <laughs> here's here's some stuff I'm thinking. I don't have a really concrete thing, but uh, Occam's razor, right? Okay, um, I'm thinking. You know, we we saw Dan over by where they were building the orchid. Um, I'm thinking maybe something happened like uh, he, um, you know, he made some comment or did something around Chang to to denote that uh, he's got some sort of knowledge, some sort of scientific prowess. Uh, Chang sort of saw that, thought that was interesting. Uh, somehow, basically, Dan, you know, presents himself as a scientist. Like, you know, maybe, um, you know, he was a scientist for Lafleur ship or something. He says, or you know, whatever, whatever they can come sort of you know, lie that they can make up to make, make it fit with their story. I think maybe he says something like that. Um, and then, you know, maybe he gets involved in what's going on with the orchid. He presents some ideas cause he knows what, you know, some of this stuff. Uh, and, uh, that lets him sort of get into this sort of inner circle with the scientists and, uh, and, you know, there's some reason, which I'm not sure why that, that he needs to leave and go to Ann Arbor um, and which he does, and then he goes and does stuff there, and this is why he's coming back now mm-hmm. for whatever he went there to do. Okay, so I'm thinking he, I'm thinking it's more if he infiltrated them while on the island instead of somehow getting. Because if he turns a donkey wheel, like he's in the middle, he's in Tunisia, like I, right. you know, that's just precarious for anyone, and um, I yeah, don't see him true. really getting out of that situation very easily. Um, so I don't, I don't think he turned the wheel. Um, I, I think he, I think he left on the sub, uh, originally. And, um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think somehow he made it known that he was a scientist and they decided to use him. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. You, you sure don't want to stick to your theory? No, I'm just going to abandon it right there. <laughs> oh. I, I, I had no reason why he would go just turn the wheel out of nowhere. <laughs> well, because he had to leave, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Got to get off this island. Uh, they got to do something with that Charlotte story. I, I, maybe I wanted to tie that in somehow, but it does <laughs> seem plausible that he would just join in straight away. You know, Juliet's been able to, you know, set up her own little practice there, and it hasn't been a big deal. So I, I could see him... Uh, uh, you know, coming up with some explanation if he even needs to. Uh, yeah, and, right. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, joining in. I mean, he has obvious reasons to want to. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I think you're probably right. Um, uh, so assuming you're right, uh, any any guesses about what he's what he's been doing? I kind of feel like um, that the whatever you know that the scientists are coming now because you know something to do with the the swan hatch slash the orchid. I think you know 
either these are the scientists who are going to come and sort of continue the work on these two stations, or they have been working on something, and now they, they're coming back to, you know, share whatever research they learned, and, and however, you know, maybe they ran into some, you know, some problem, and these scientists figured it out, now they're going to sort of tell them how to fix it or whatever, you know, maybe how to, um, you know, how to enclose whatever energy is over the orchid or something or, you know, stuff like that. Um, I don't have, yeah, I don't have anything tangible here. I think it's, it's going to be really plot specific, you know? Okay. Okay. But I do think there's a reason. So there's that. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think there probably is a reason. Um, Yeah, okay, that works. Good old Occam. Always huh? helpful. Occam, the razor. Occam oh, razor. Occam. Yeah. I thought you said Lockham. <laughs> like, what? What? No. That's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Luckily. For all of us. Lockham's laser. Right. None of that. We'll have none of that. No, please, no. Um. All right. So, boom. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not much to really go on with uh, what what's up with Dan, but um, I'm glad he's back. I definitely like Dan's yeah. character, so. He, he seems, uh, you know, he seems, uh, the three seconds we saw him, he seemed, uh, you know, not not uh, depressed over that Charlotte thing anymore, so. Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. I guess it's been three years? yeah. Yeah. Time time heals all wounds. That's right. He probably I did doesn't not, even remember what she looks like. I did not make that one up. <laughs> you didn't? My Where'd you get it did. from? <laughs> <laughs> My mom. She made that up. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's where I get my uh phrase phraseability from. <laughs> okay. My phrase phraseological skills. Right. Right. Your phraseitude. <laughs> it's funny when you make words up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else uh, in terms of the podcast? Um, no, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, wow, guys. There's no episode next week. Oh. Um, so just listen to this podcast again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just do a repeat. Uh, it'll it'll be good the second time. I've heard that. At are least. they? Do you know if they're actually going to show? Are they showing a, an old episode of Lost next week? They're showing some kind of special. I think it's just going to be clips. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, one of those things. Clip they, show. they might narrate it. Like if you haven't been watching Lost this season, this is what you've missed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pre-finale kind of thing. More or less, yeah. Yeah, pre-pre-finale. Yeah, because there's only two more episodes, and then this is, so it's, I mean, we're really hitting the end here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know, can we talk about the uh, title? Of the next one? For the next one? In our spoiler alert section, we or can. Or should we not? <laughs> we don't have to, I just, uh, I was going to say uh-huh. two words about it. Mm, well, then let's save it. You have two words? Let's tease everyone with All those right. two All words. Right. Well, so if you go find that title, then try to figure out what I was going to say about it. <laughs> nice. 
that'll be something for you to do at home. A little little assignment for the And brain. then come back when we have our next podcast and see if you were right. There you go. And bring your friends. <laughs> Please. <clears throat> Everyone's welcome at the Law Slowdown. That's right. All welcome. All welcome. Go into the Try light. Try the milk and cookies. Uh, go into the light. Yikes. Don't go into the light. Or, or should you go into the light? I don't know. I think I so. Know. You should go into the light? Why not? Not on Poltergeist. Oh, was that bad? That was bad. Oh, don't go into the light. Don't go into the light. Uh, I thought it was going to the light. No. It's it was always weird to me because the daughter was in the light, but don't go into the light. <laughs> that that bad. crazy. That little woman's always crazy. Everything she's ever been in, she shows up and she scares me. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poltergeist 3 really scared me. Oh, is that where they went back to the Old West? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. How'd you know? I have to tell you, I can barely say that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine why. Oh, the God. <laughs> all the guys from the old west. Why not? Oh, man. Jesse James thought he was a badass. Just wait till the poltergeist come around. <laughs> wow. Wow. Can't shoot a poltergeist, James. Can't shoot a poltergeist. He finally met his match. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Wow. That's what it should have been. Right? Yeah. That would have been less scary. It would have been a lot less scary. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, uh, as usual, thanks for listening. We will catch you the week after next with the next podcast, um, along with the next uh, new Lost episode. So until then, you know, be sad and cry, I guess. That's what yeah. we're going to do until Lost comes back. Yeah, spend your time off on uh, something, uh, I don't know, productive. Mm-hmm. That's what I suggest. Read a novel. Hey, if, if you guys out there have any ideas on how to fix the economy, that might be helpful to work on. Oh, you could do that, too. Yeah, just send send your ideas to uh, somebody at government.gov. <laughs> like government.gov. <laughs> Perfectly redundant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like that. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> twice is better than one. That's right. But three times is thrice as nice. I just made that up. That's right. Yeah, that's Could, a good could one. you tell? I couldn't tell. You're, you incorporate it so smoothly, I never know. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's really hard to tell. Um. All right, tlld.net. TheLostLowdown.com. You guys know the places to be. Um, if you want to be cool, you know that is. Yeah, and you and, do, uh, and you do, of course. Who doesn't want to be cool? So yeah, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>